Hey, if you love great interviews with the world's best metal and punk musicians, you got to check out Culture Creature. Culture Creature is a podcast that features fun, insightful conversations with members of legendary bands like Gojira, Faith No More, Misfits, Code Orange, and many more. Subscribe today. Just search for Culture Creature wherever you listen to podcasts or view all episodes at culturecreature.com slash podcast. This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. As part of the United States' new sanctions against Russia, we are very sad to announce that the Livecast will be limited to only one Russian host at a time starting next week. So fans, get your votes in. Who gets the boot? Is it Rob or Sid? Just kidding. We are not kicking anyone off the show. Unless you guys really want us to. Leave us a voicemail, let us know. We aim to please. And now, here's the Metal Injection live cast. Very talky this week, chat. He had a lot to say. Lots he, to promote. He's been very talky, I feel. He is, yeah. yes. He's been asserting himself. And, and for the record, I'm an American. I was born in this country, so we still pass the sanction rule of only one Russian per podcast. Right. Yeah, by the way, uh, Rob and I are the only ones born in this country, in this room, well, and yet... Rob takes the most shit from being from another country. Did you notice that? No, it takes shit for being a woman. Yeah. No, no, it takes plenty of shit for uh, for being. From Every Israel. day yeah. in in my life, I take yeah. shit for being a woman. I'm just saying. Shut up, Noah. See, <laughs> not to be Rob's uh, advocate here, but I feel like Sid is the one giving most of the shit, and Sid wasn't born within the <laughs> confines of the it's United true. States. But I don't give him shit Do for you, being foreign. Do I? I don't know, Rob. Does he? What do you think? Give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> the number to dial, 213-WIDE-NUT. Got some M&Ms in my mouth. You have some nuts mm. in your mouth. No nuts, just no, M&Ms. Yeah, non-nut. No nuts. Nutted. You're the nut. Not nutted M&Ms. Oh. <laughs> An unnutted M&M. A few follow-ups to previous episodes. As, as, as we always end the show, we, we recommend you follow us on the socials because that's where the conversation continues. Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Twitter.com. Okay. <laughs> Twitter.com slash MI Livecast. Okay. And uh, the reason why is, like I said, the conversation continues. And last week, I set up a poll because for some reason, uh, Sid apparently avoided all pop culture in the early 2000s and couldn't understand how anybody could genuinely like Linkin Park and thought Sean nobody... Was- Carrying that banner as much as I was last sure, week. Sure, you two me. enabled each other. They're and horrible. According to you. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And uh, you I, assume that most people think they're horrible, even though they've sold... Not metal injection listeners and fans. I mean, shocking, it's, it's your wheelhouse. Shocking. Exactly. And therefore, there was a survey yeah. on the sites. First fake of all, we did, one, we did one on Facebook. This, this is fake real... Book. This yeah. is as real news as yeah, could whatever. be. You're a web developer. You probably juked the stats. I what the stats? Oh, juked. Shit. You juked them. <laughs> You're juking stats left and right. 77 Straight people voted. Everyone knows that jukes control the media. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Here was the poll. Uh, on the Facebook, on the Facebooks, the poll was like if you've ever enjoyed a Linkin Park song. Okay. <laughs> what a low bar. Love... If you've actually enjoyed listening to full albums and or still do, anger 
if you've never enjoyed them and never understood the hype, this is where Sid would be. Yes. And no, according to the voting. And haha reaction, if you have no opinion on Lincoln Park. I thought these were very fair options. Can't we just assume anybody who didn't vote has no opinion? So take the total votes, but we can't subtract that from that. how many followers no. we have, and there you go. Those are the people with no opinion. No, no, because we don't know if they've all seen the post. Then that anyway, so here are the voting. Here's the voting. Here are the voting. Here are the voting results. Oh, all right. Very oh. good. Caught edited. in between. That's all. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> calm down, Sydney. Take Tell us the voting. 34 people love Lincoln Park. That means they've liked That's about loved. how many should. <laughs> In America. I, of our of our sample survey. <laughs> Twenty-eight people say they've liked at least one song of theirs. Eleven people anger, strongly dislike. So the great majority like at least one Lincoln Park. Song. Yeah, they these are people that six, go on metal injection. Six people, no opinion. These are metal injection live cast fans. These aren't people that go on metal injection. But even these still, are our, these are our on, people. But they had to go on metal injection to find out about the live cast. What if they, they're just on iTunes? They could skip Metal Injection altogether. Or Blog Talk. Now on, on Twitter, 47 votes with 40% saying they enjoyed full albums. That's not a majority. 36% saying they liked a song or two. So if you combine the two of those, that's 76% mm-hmm. of the voters well, not that liked at least one song All from right. Lincoln Park. But a, but a plurality did say they love yeah. Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. And seventeen percent always hated them. So that was, that's I, the Sid fans. That one. <laughs> that's stuffed the ballot box. Seven yeah. percent no opinion. So that was exciting. Thank you. Fucking opinion. It's good to know that even though I get ganged up on here on the show, gang, that the gang. person, the person with their headphones on, listening right now, you're on my side. I have. Headphones Thank you, on. listener. I'm Thank not you. On your side. You're not listening to the show. You're actively hear, participating. But I hear you talking. I'm listening to you on the show. And I feel Thank like you, most, listener who is not actively most participating. Most people would take Sid's side because he's so charming. I just, well, clearly, but that's he, not the case. Because the he, numbers prove you wrong, Noah. No, but that's because Sid is not present while the people are voting. Yeah, you're the one that so he would poll. If I had worded he, and phrased that poll with proper grammar and leading what questions. What was improper? What was improper Everything about? you write. Nothing. How dare that you, That is sir. fake news. Clickbait. You clickbait. Cut his mic. People. Cut his mic. You're clickbaiting them all left and right with both hands to get your it your is a way. Guy who is just delusional? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chester Bennington's dad saying yeah. that. Uh, we got a call. We got a call. Five years. Was Gene Simmons at uh, Chester Bennington's funeral? Did he give a eulogy? Lincoln <laughs> 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 Park is his favorite. He does band. love him, Gene Simmons. Six one four. Area code six one four. Cease and desist letters. <laughs> Area code 614, maybe Skype, maybe some sort of international number. You're on the live cast. You're on a burner. Speak. Oh, sorry. Hi, who is this? What? Yes, you. Aki. Oh, Aki, what's up? Aki. I called because I think I need to apologize because I think I incited all of this. (laughs) You did not incite all of this. What incited all of this was... The podcast last yeah. week. But but go but you're talking about you left a comment. Aki's on my side, right? What's the comment? Aki is on your side. I yes. think he's a little less vehement about well, it. Well, he he's not the host of a show where he's trying to give hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> you admit the- it, you're Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lincoln Park is horrendous. I oh, To you. Uh, yeah. So okay. I don't why, why, why you don't add words to me. Well, 
Uh, so, Aki, like, what you said, sorry, Aki, just to recap people who don't follow us at Facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. You wrote that you think that yeah. I am uh, blinded by nostalgia uh, and that Linkin Park were never good. Yep. And then, and then th- this is the part that I really laughed about that you said. I can accept not being a dick because a man died. <laughs> oh, good to know. <laughs> And that people not ironically like them, but I always found them terrible. Mm-hmm. I can happily admit. I so then you say you enjoy corn, mm. early limp biscuit, Slipknot, self-titled, Soulfly, and System of a Down. Uh, and they're your gateway bands, but you never enjoyed Link Lincoln Park. Uh, and then you wrote, you just found it odd because you figure we're all around the same age, uh, even though you know Dorinsky is a bit older. Ouch. Why is that oh, ouch? That's a fact. That it's proud. Exactly. Fuck you. You're going to be my age eventually. I know. Uh, but Aki, so that that pretty much recaps. Ouch. <laughs> you lose yeah, supporters. Yeah, yeah, w- yeah, but it was also, I thought that really fast. I was also probably popper laden and didn't make a whole lot of sense. So I did go back and correct some of it, but I just wanted to, to apologize. I, I, I think there's all the other stuff in the file, but I just I think I, I upset Rob. And that was no, you did not. Attention. Rob's just, been very defensive about this. I'm I'm fine. Uh, I, I I did not upset you at all. Uh, to to me, it's just like I don't understand how people. Huh? <laughs> you did not upset him at all. How do you know that he didn't say it? He, he didn't upset you. Oh, I'm you. sorry. I I wasn't upset at all. I smoked other than just your grieving period for losing one of your favorite vocalists. It did shock me, I will say that. Well, sure, shock you. The guy's in his 40s and he's dead. That's shocking. Yeah. You don't expect that. Uh, you shouldn't be sad about it. That. It's just weird to me that people assume that I'm making up that I like them. Like, no, I actually who's, like them. Who assumes that? And there's not, there was no nostalgia about it. That's what he was saying. No, well, no, no, no. It just felt no. to me that like a, a, week, a week ago, if they were brought up, you would have crapped on them similar to... Not not as full on, but it's similar to. to I don't to, think you would have. I yeah no, I never dislike. I, I mean, his, the newer stuff, I'm over it. I yeah, his praise would have been more tepid, but he would have still said that he liked them, and they're still he still likes some. Yeah, stuff. I would. Yeah, I would. I would have absolutely stood up for the first L- two. Rob's I'm admitted to liking way shittier things than Lincoln Park. As shitty as Lincoln Park yeah, is, yeah, like raw shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> like I've said, like I've said many times on the show. I don't believe in such a thing as a guilty pleasure when it comes to music or or any sort of okay. content. Okay. If you like something, you should. It's fine. You There's shouldn't feel guilty for it. There's new bands you like that are worse than Lincoln Park that you admit you like. So I mean, yeah, if you like I Future like Islands. terrible things too. So yeah, I just thought that that was that just kind of shocked me as odd. Well, but yeah, because you know you guys have taken Fred Durst to tasks many a time, like even spoke to him. And where's that time, which was pretty fucking hilarious. That was pretty and, great. You know, I just thought it was odd that, yeah, that that was one of the ones that you got, that you in particular, Rob, sort of stuck up with. Whereas for me, I always, yeah, to me, at the time, even when they first came out in Hybrid Theory, I always just thought they were annoying and Chester's voice was whining and yeah. one guy singing and one guy rapping was, was too gimmicky and stuff. So I, I yeah, I never, never. I didn't feel, when they came, see, I. Happily wearing, wearing a backwards Yankees cap and, and, and going, you know, whatever crap Fred was saying at that well, time. Yeah, yeah, see, here's the thing. The difference, you can't really compare them to Fred Durst because half the reason people hate Fred Durst is not musical. It's just because he's such a douchebag in life. 
Like, the guys in Linkin Park were just, like, generic, anonymous... They're nice guys. ...dudes, so the hatred for them is purely musical, where with Fred Durst, yeah. his music is probably worse than Linkin Park's, and he's also a shittier person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, for me, when I heard Linkin Park, like, yeah, I was like, bad. oh, this is, like, on another level from, like, the Limp Bizkit and the whatever. Like, that's... Like, I kind of took Linkin Park it's much more It's a zero serious. as opposed to a negative four. Hooray. That's the, no, <laughs> the other for you. different level. <laughs> you, uh, I love watching fight about this. I about, like, the, um, I think about Gateway Metal and stuff because when yeah. they sort of became big, it was around the time that, because I told you guys before, I grew up in, like, middle of nowhere, and there was, like, you know, three other people that, like, metal and, like, the whole town. Um, around that time was, like, when a friend of mine's cousin used to come down and stay, and he had, like, you know, he had, like, all Sepultura albums and... Right, you like, moved on by you know, introduced us to, like, black metal and stuff. So it was, like, for me, it was sort of like, you know, that was at the peak. That also came at the peak time that I was discovering, like, you know, harder, heavier stuff. So exactly. I think that might have also, you know, tainted my opinion on them as well. Yeah, and, and I mean, some people, you know, a lot of people don't have that sort of uh, person to come and be like, uh, this is what you should be listening to, you know, and... Uh, that's why these bands. Yeah, we're, are, we're very lucky. Yeah, and so that's why these Which bands are he was important. About, he was about two years younger than us, and he was still like you know he had like all like like you know Mayhem and Darkstone like picture disc and stuff. He was pretty pretty hardcore into that sort of stuff. So, but yeah, like that's the thing. I'll never say that I didn't you know like. Lincoln, uh, I didn't like you know um, Fred Burst and Limp Bizkit, and I didn't like you know the first. Slipknot album and things like that, but yeah, because it, yeah, that to me just seems very an abnormality. But yeah, I, I apologize for any drama I've made, of course. Nothing. I we reject your apology. You caused nothing. Yeah. So is Lincoln Park going to go on? <laughs> I don't know. They It'd had be a hard. tour book, didn't they? Yeah, they canceled, they canceled it. it. But they no. should because oh, he was the worst thing about it. the band. I mean, after his death. But he was the centerpiece of the. Band. Yeah, but and that's why they were as horrible as they were because of his vocals. So they might actually be listenable now. Yeah, just rap everything. Just Mike instrumental. Shinoda. Is Mike no, Shinoda the rappy guy? Mike Mike Shinoda's rap isn't that wonderful either. Wait, what's his name? Mike Shinona. But yeah, let just let him do all the rapidy do. Rap is bigger than rock anyway now. I guess like they could find. Well, he has like a side project called Fort Minor, where it's just rapping. That's. Embarrassingly bad for minor. It's like emo rap. Mike, Shinoda. Maybe they can get Scott Whelan to sing for him. <laughs> Scott Whelan? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Whelan Jennings or something. Yeah, or Whelan Jennings or Chris Cornell, any dead he, vocalist. Yeah. Could work. Mike, didn't, Shinoda. Didn't, <laughs> didn't Chester sing for Stone Temple Pilots for a bit or something? Chester or did sing for Stone Temple Pilots. Like, yeah, he replaced uh That's what you get Wyland. for taking a dead man's job. Yeah. Well, then he quit eventually because he was like, yeah, oh, uh, my band makes more money than you guys, so I'm just going to Well, the that. interview clip I heard, he was like, my, my son misses me. I don't want I want to be closer to my family. And then how did that work out? Yeah, right? Yeah. He, he was like, wait, I don't like these people well, yeah. either. Now, it didn't, and now he really misses you. Yeah. Oh, that's not nice. It's not nice to kill yourself when you got six kids. Does he have six? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Leroy in the chat says, like, if Sid dies, live cast should continue. It will. I'm sure it will. Never. What? Why? It'll be too somber to continue. For like a couple weeks, you get over it. I don't know, do a couple show. weeks. You gotta laugh about it. No, I'm not saying you won't do the show for a couple weeks. I'm saying you'd be sad. I understand what you We've done so the show do without you before. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but like it not works. for all eternity. Eternity. Well, you're all going to die at some point. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> not me. I'm going to live forever. Keep drinking forever. that drink, Rob. Forever. 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 That was just it's Leroy's way of insulting the three of us and and praising Sid. That's all that was. was. It? Mm. Sure. Thank you, Leroy. Uh, and the other uh, follow-up I wanted to do, Aki, did well, you have anything else to say other than the the apology which we rejected? <laughs> we, the rest of us, uh, said it wasn't necessary. No, that was that was it. I yeah, I was just luckily I because I was a bit worried I wasn't going to get the call in in time and I missed it out, but I I made it. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I haven't got anything else to add. I, yeah, I just want to say that I guess I expected. I mean, yeah, the, a man died. That's not super funny and I wouldn't make too much fun of that him personally and more the okay. band themselves but yeah just I expected more of that praise would be towards like a Chris Cornell than uh even though I hate Soundgarden I just yeah I just oh, I, that was I, I enjoy too young to you know, have no I like Soundgarden I like Soundgarden I would say more than I like Lincoln Park really? so you, so you sure. didn't so you didn't have uh, two topics or uh, just the uh... no I only had um, how many <laughs> did I, was I supposed to have? Yeah, you only had one. I didn't have two. I only had one. Oh, you took too long to get to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I love Soundgarden. The Chris Cornell death uh, really affected me. I just wasn't. That was when I was on my trip. So that did I it affect you? How, it gave us ways that yeah. it affected you. I was very bummed trip? out the whole trip, but I was listening to a lot of Soundgarden. So it ruined your trip? It was in my head the whole time. Ruben Ru- <laughs> is a strong guy. I didn't Did know him. Did you miss him. a single meal because of your grief? We got another call. We got Alex <laughs> calling in. What's up, Alex? He's typing. What was that sound? <laughs> Hello? Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. This is Alex from Norway. Oh, hey. What's Hello. up, Alex Hi, Alex. from Norway? How are you? This is I'm Rob good. from New York. I'm uh, good. I have. Uh, I just came back from a Megadeth show a couple hours ago. Mm, I see. How was it? Um, well, I was just uh, like uh, a lot of the show. I was just thinking about uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys and Darren singing singing the songs instead of Dave. <laughs> Who do you think would have done a better job, Darren or Dave? <laughs> Honestly, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, I've noticed when he sings, when he plays live now, doesn't, like in the, the new albums they put out, they still sound like Megadeth songs, but live, he kind of doesn't sound like himself. I, I agree. His voice kind of wearing down or whatever, which is understandable. Yeah. He's like 68 years old, so. And he also didn't talk to the crowd very much. So oh. Like, so I was, I was thinking, like, I could basically just sit at home and listen to these songs in that order, and pretty much. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> yeah, I got a sore throat. Deal with it. <laughs> which, um, which band opened for them? Uh, that was Metal Church, but I, uh, oh, but I overslept, uh, and I, yeah, when I got there, I noticed that they had gotten off the stage, and I just thought, oh well, all right, I guess that's. How it goes? <laughs> Did he play a lot of uh, like like newer Megadeth songs? A couple. They played like uh, they played like some songs from Dystopia, but all of the other songs were old songs from like the first four or five albums. That's good. Nobody wants to hear that new shit. <laughs> come, on, come on. I guess that's a good mix. Two like if you play two new songs, yeah. that's okay. People say they like the new album. Apparently, I don't dislike yeah. it, but I don't want to go to a concert and hear that. You know, played by Megadeth. 
I yeah, uh, I also I guess I enjoy the new album, but I I don't feel like it's their best by any like no. uh, stretch of the imagination. I will say, uh, I think that I, I know we've kind of we kind of hashed this out to death a few months ago, but that Metallica album is like right to me it goes right with Master of Puppets. Like it's like right with just no. If it came out right after that run of albums, it would have fit right in there. It's just that there was oh, a twenty yeah. year lull where they sucked. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, and that that reminds me. Uh, I was also thinking about the episode where you were like singing a little of uh, Halo on Fire as oh, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was so accurate, though. Yeah. I, I was just like, wow, this is just how he would do it. Yeah, and also that is, I mean, what makes that good is that that's really a Megadeth song. Like, that is such a Megadeth song. If you listen I to it. I agree. It, it's got listen- so many... Even without the vocal, if you just listen to a to an instrumental of it, it's got so many Megadeth ticks in it. Yeah, so many of the riffs are very like Megadeth-ish. So yeah. yeah, I like to often see like when when I'm just listening to iTunes or whatever, I'll 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 sing the song as Dave Mustaine like all the time. Just Regardless oh, really? of what it is that you're listening to? Yeah, well, I, I, I sing a couple of bars. Not every, not every single song that I listen to, but every now and then I'm in the mood. I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll break Dave out and I'll just see, <laughs> I'll see if it, if it meshes with that song or not. Sometimes I do that with other artists too. Like I was, uh, I was actually listening to the Metallica, new Metallica album the other day, and I was singing it as David Bowie. Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> and it was not bad. It was that was actually coincidentally also Halo on Fire. This could be a YouTube series. Yeah. Really, where you just like, sing established songs by other artists. Okay, I, w- I don't know if there's much market for that, dude. It's YouTube. There, you could get a million yeah. hits in a week with that kind yeah, of. I've, al- I've already seen a couple of videos where some guy is uh, singing, uh, singing like uh, Megadeth songs as Headfield. And oh, I saw Me- that, uh, and it's bad. I, was, I saw yeah. that one. See, yeah, it was. Like he got. You know, really we good. had one of those guys call in the Ten Second Songs guy. Who that guy's good. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. but he didn't do. Uh, he. I, I know what video this guy's talking about. He goes. Like he does like 10 Megadeth he's 5 Megadeth and 5 Metallica songs and goes back and forth mm. with yeah, the opposite yeah. singer and the, the the Megadeth is awful it's like it's just it's like the one note of Dave Mustaine where he's shrieking it's, no he doesn't get all the different Dave Mustaine vocal tips yeah in. the only thing he got was that like yeah <laughs> That one, that where, you, where he sounds like he's completely out of breath and just Dar- ready to die. Darren, I'm going to give you an assignment oh, for no. your first YouTube post of uh-huh. this. It's going to be if I close my eyes forever, oh, the no. Ozzy Osbourne Lita Ford duet, <laughs> but with Mustaine and Hetfield duetting. Oh, that's a good one. I like there we it. go. Like I'll do it. it. I'm which waiting. one is which? Who's Ozzy? I'll let you choose. I'll give you creative <laughs> control. I think James has to be Ozzy because he can go forever, <laughs> forever. Yeah, yeah. Mustaine should do the female vocals. Yeah, it works. And that also, like he is James Hetfield's bitch. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, so he can be the bitch. And Very any, accurate. Anybody looking on YouTube for Ozzy is going to find this. Or yeah. Lita Ford, Metallica. Wow. You're going to, dude. You're like Mr. SEO over here. Damn right. <laughs> okay. Leroy I get 10%. In the, Leroy in the chat asks if you are longtime listener Death Slizer. Ah, oh, fuck. I hope nobody would know to, uh, would recognize me. <laughs> oh, you Why? have. Because you, you've called before. I have called before, but uh, well, those. Uh, 
when I when I called in before, I, I I made the mistake of listening to one of those episodes not too long ago, and I cringed so hard. Why? How do you think we well, feel every uh, time we listen back to the show? Yeah, <laughs> that was a really long time. That was a while ago, right? Yeah. Like that was years. like five yeah. years ago. So and what did you ago. say yeah. in your opinion that was cringy? Oh, uh, I uh, well, one thing. Oh, I'm sorry, I said the word. Fuck. Yeah. Okay, we no, no, we no. have a vested we'll interest in hearing yeah. the end yeah. of yeah. your sentence. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, at don't some say, point, don't say one when we're done with you. That's the basic pro tip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I get it. <laughs> so uh, at some point, I uh, well, I, I did some impressions of like uh, of like James and Dave and stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, I remember at some point I said. Oh yeah, this is the reason I'm so good at these impressions, like a fucking arrogant douchebag. And I was just like, "Wow, how could I? How could I say such things?" <laughs> that's right. Well, okay to be confident. That's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being confident. Well, you're getting good though. That's the. Question. What's wrong with being confident? Right. Nothing. Isn't that a song? Well, I, I didn't feel like that was confidence. I felt like I was just being a cocky asshole. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> is fine that why? Line. Wait, is that why you haven't called us back in four years? It took you that long to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's for the for the sake of the show let's just say yes Aww. do you have any new impressions you've been working on that you want to try out <laughs> uh not really oh. i uh i've been i guess i've just been way too busy with like other stuff um i um uh, started uh, music production school last year so i've been like nice. completely busy with that stuff awesome so yeah it's cool. really fun what uh what are you studying for what are you trying to do uh well <laughs> to be completely honest i don't i don't uh, really know yet so <laughs> you'll you'll find your way just you know yeah. keep at it uh thankfully yeah. norway has a lot of musicians right sid has something on his yeah. mind i'd like to make a request can we hear your best in uh impression of erna solberg <laughs> oh yeah uh well i honestly i cannot remember how she talks right now so <laughs> Um, I don't really is, follow politics actively. According to Google, she's Norway's prime minister. Yeah, that's correct. She just sounds like <laughs> Trump. Just do Trump. <laughs> you have a Trump impression, like Trump billions with a herring in his mouth. Billions and billions, billions and billions and billions, billions and billions, and billions, billions and billions, oh, billions and billions. Oh, and billions. <laughs> Little Havana. <laughs> we should have got to this a while ago. We're very backed up with voicemails, but I got a voicemail from Chuck that's a little old. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. It's, it's weird. Is this is March 2012. Is that? Hold on. Chuck here. Who is this arrogant prick from Finland calling in thinking he's better than everyone else at doing impressions? He should shut the fuck up and not call in until 2017. <laughs> wow, Chuck. You got your wish. <laughs> Chuck, it, uh, oh, Chuck is completely uh, correct. <laughs> wow. It, it turned out to be relevant. Who knew? I was just looking wow. at the voice. What, what are the odds? Damn. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, way, uh, like, he's way beyond everyone else. I mean, he's not a human, so I guess. Yeah. He also predicted Erna Solberg's unanimous uh, electoral victory in the prime minister election. <laughs> It's two Erna Solberg reference. Three on the show. Damn. Take that. The over-under was two and a half, so we just met it. That's the episode. The over-under on what? How many times we'd bring her up. Bring who up? I'm not saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm too quick for you, sir. But that's the episode title, by the way. What is it? Erna Solberg. That's four. There we go. (laughs) Erna Solberg. Oh, there we go. 
Nice. Very nice. All right. Well, please don't wait four years to call us. Yeah, back. call us back <laughs> anytime. It's clear you keep ridiculous hours <laughs> since you're up at uh, what time is it now? Two or three in the morning. Uh, it's almost two a.m. So, <laughs> what time? <laughs> I always get. Sorry. Go ahead. Huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but I but I always get so nervous when I call into this show. So I mean, like, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to do it a little more. Wait, you said it's, it's two, what time is it? An hour ago. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's uh, well, all right, all right, all right. Wait a second. The time is exactly one thirty-six. <laughs> all right. Thank you for your call, Slizer. Don't be, don't be nervous at all. We we love you. We love our callers. Callers yeah. shouldn't be nervous. If you call... We will make it easy for you. As long as you have something to say and not just like, oh, hey. We had another uh, voicemail that got Uh-oh. stuck. In it. I guess there's like a filter that just knows Weird. Chuck is offensive. <laughs> this is also kind of old here. Chuck here. This world is doomed if Ernest Solberg wins that election. What's next? We elect a Nazi rapist game show host as the U.S. president? (laughs) He's right. He's very insightful. Oh, my God. I wonder what Chuck's predictions for the future are. If these from the past are so good. Like, wow, this guy is just on top of it. And, of course, 213 Wide Nut is the number if you want to be on the show. That's 213-943-3600. Hate, hate. Hate, hate. <laughs> Fucking Ernest Solberg. Cunt. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, I, I don't, that's, we should We don't even that. know her political leanings. We she might be, just but it's the Bernie Chuck. Sanders of Norway. He's a shock jock, Chuck Blandington. <laughs> Let's see. You guys go about your conversation. I'm going to look up her entire history. She's a hardy woman. Oh, she looks like a fat Angela Merkel. I could see that. Or she looks like Chris Farley's aunt. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Hardy that. woman. <laughs> she, she would have went to Hardy's. <laughs> Do they have those in Norway? <laughs> I don't know. Get uh, Death Slicer back. She's on. conservative. Uh, there you go. So is Angela Merkel. She got two kids. But yeah, but Germany's conservative is like America's far left. <laughs> That's going too far. I but agree. Yeah. I agree with your general point. But uh, she is conservative, though. I mean, she's she was against gay marriage. But it's legal there. It's uh, well, she she's an honorable conservative, yeah. and she seems to go the way the wind blows. Interject her uh, politics into like her personal beliefs into the policy. Mm. And also, I don't think the president there has the right to just declare it legal anyway. Like, do they? It's like here, like if the president doesn't want gay marriage, it still has to be. Yeah, it's a, mm, I, see what, as a law. I see what you're saying. I wonder if Erna enjoys Ludafisk. Probably. She probably says she does, at least. <laughs> Are we just going to name every Norwegian thing now? Just like Rob yes. says, he enjoys Linkin Park. Oh! Oh, so very much so. At least the early stuff. Uh, one L- band- early Ludafisk? <laughs> <laughs> one band whose catalog I celebrate from beginning to end oh. is Nine Inch Nails. Oh, oh. Hey, no, Linkin Park, I only like the, the first two albums. You went to see them yesterday, right? I went to see them yesterday. And I got on my computer for the work day yesterday morning at 9.57 a.m. And I saw on Facebook an event for that night that Nine Inch Nails was playing at Webster Hall. And I'm like, oh, I didn't hear about this. Oh, I guess this must be a secret show. And then how is it on Facebook? It's not very secret. It just got announced. It's not a secret. 
It was secret up uh, until okay. the day of. To clarify, a secret show means it's only announced the day of the show. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's it's how kept it. a secret until yes. the day of. Right, because they played a big festival in New York the night before, so there's Did you go to clauses. that also? No, I did not go to that because that was at Randall's Island, and I would uh, rather you have a not. Car? You have a car. Yeah, but I don't want to be st- fucking stuck on an island. Isn't it easier to drive there and <laughs> park there, though? Festival. Like I feel like... Uh, then go to Webster Hall, which is four stops away from me. No. And also, I feel like <laughs> it was a festival with bands that you don't really listen to. Right, and the ticket would have been much more. Actually, I don't know if, how much more expensive. Your people. I wouldn't have people. gotten comped. No, no. I I paid for this. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. So continue your story. Anyway, so I saw. So there was a pre-sale. I saw it was like a pre. You needed a password for it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, how do you? You know what? What the fuck is the password? Yeah, you, you haven't bought a ticket in such a long time that you forgot the process. You forgot your Ticketmaster password. That's what you mean? No, 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 no. I my Ticketmaster <laughs> password was there's a oh, password. No, no, you're about to tell, tell us. <laughs> my Ticketmaster password was saved in the computer. Yeah. There was a password to buy tickets <laughs> yeah. for the Nine Inch Nails show. Just look on the search on Twitter. Like a code. Yeah, but I did. I search on Twitter. Nothing. Nothing. And this was. A minute before the sale was going oh, on. Oh, jeez. And I feel like this is the type of show where it's going to sell out in five minutes. You know? Yeah, less. But there was nothing about any any password anywhere on the internet. Then, being a journalist, a music journalist, and reporting on pre-sales all the time. Oh, my God. I was like, well, what could it possibly be? And I noticed that always the pre-sale password is typically linked to either the the name of the album or the name of the first single. What's the name of the first single? It's less than eight characters. Perfect for a password. And then I put it all together. And then the clock winds down. Tickets on sale in five, four, three, two, one. Less than. I'm in. There you go. How many tickets do you want? And then foolishly, I was so shocked that I even got the password that I'm like, I need to get like through this process. Sweat. I need to get through this process as quickly as possible. I only put one ticket. Aww. Because uh, I was like, whatever. I, I just want to get in. I'm not going to yeah. do any scalping or have to worry about selling the ticket. So I just got it. And, and I got it. And I was the 13th person. In the list because wow. it was numbered, and oh. I was very, very excited about that. And only then did I realize that the ticket was seventy-five dollars <gasps> with a thirteen-dollar Ticketmaster surcharge, uh. so eighty-eight dollars. Is that bad? Eighty-eight dollars for a, for that a major band? It was worth it was that. worth every penny of it. But like the, the fees are ridiculous, absurd. Like. Come on! Yeah, come I, mean, on. I mean, eighty dollars, eighty-eight dollars is pretty steep for a for a Webster Hall show. Yeah, yeah. But if so, you bought the that ticket from ticket. a scalper, it would have been three come times as much. Come on, guys! Uh, actually, yeah, I they know, were going for like three hundred dollars minimum. People were offering so much money that I was like, oh, I could have. You totally should have bought, bought another ticket. Amount. Bought another ticket and then charged yeah. double for it just at to the get very it for least. You probably you could have found a handful of friends who would have wanted a ticket. Like I said, Selfish. I was just. So shocked that I got through the pre-sale. I figured the less tickets I get, the better chance I have of actually going to the show because that was my goal. I just want to go to the show. Yeah. Anyway, you did breathlessly message me right afterwards telling me to get a ticket also. I was like, ah, meeting Bushwick Barry for sushi. I'm good. Yeah. As soon as I figured (laughs) out. Yeah. I'm I'm all right. But anyway, it Uh, was it was incredible. Uh, This they brought. What time did they go on? 
They went on at nine o'clock. They were done by ten. No openers, nothing. It was just an. There was an oh. opener. It was tobacco. Was the opener? They do the Silicon Valley uh, opening theme. Mm. Oh, I didn't even realize that was a band. I just thought uh, it was like some guy. I skipped it. <laughs> I, I opted to go to the gym instead and do some cardio. Although it really wasn't necessary because I did plenty of cardio at the show. Uh oh. Did you shower after the gym, or did you just go sweaty? Of course I showered. But everybody at the show is probably going to be sweaty and stinky. So you just <laughs> yeah. Right like, what's the point? Do you shower I, at I, the I, gym, I, or do you go? Home I know, Sid, that uh, the concept of going to the gym is completely foreign to you. But I sweat so. No, I, I come home and I. My gym is two blocks away from my, my house, so it's not that bad. But I sweat so profusely that I absolutely need to I take a shower I sweat profusely just leaving the apartment so I know what it's like. Trust me. It doesn't take much for well, me to sweat as much as... Imagine if you worked out. Yeah, imagine if you, you put sweat. in an effort. Leaving the apartment is a workout for me. So <laughs> it's the exact same. I have to say that... Uh, because my gym is so hot and I'm there so frequently that I realized that I've been wearing a jacket outside all summer because I get cold on the subway. So I just like my like I don't feel the heat as much. No, I don't understand. You just realized you had a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Sober for what? A year and a half? I was thinking about it today when I was walking outside. It's 92 degrees and I'm wearing a jacket and long jeans Jesus. and not feeling like, you know, I'm suffering. You're used to sweating. So I'm just used to like heat, extreme heat. It doesn't you're affect from, me. You're from Israel. You're from that climate. Anyway. And, and that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently Deuterino uh-huh. is uh, giving me shit in the chat. What? About what? See, I'm budging uh, you. He, he goes, wanted you to get him a ticket. He goes, oh, wow. Rob doesn't pay for shit. Camping two days at Ozfest costs two hundred dollars. True point. Um, so what? What does that have to do? Yeah, with what does that have to do? Anything? He's com- he's saying you're comped all the time. So who cares if you had to pay eighty eight dollars? Yeah, I don't true. care. I I totally rationalize it that way, and I've gotten into plenty of shows at Webster Hall for free. Yeah. And also, I love Nine Inch Nails. They're one of my all time favorite bands, so I have no problem. Supporting that artist for just all the fee. The, the fee is what's yeah. Well, really, just the whole process. I mean, whatever. Uh, the seventy five dollars, <laughs> like that's definitely the band. You that's know, the worth band it. sets that price. But that was totally worth it. But then when it was like eighty eight, like that's bullshit. Yeah, they're ripping you off. Yeah. Anywho, and I it's agree like with you. Thirteen dollars for what? For the service of the, allowing me to put in the, a password and my credit card info, like ma- what? The service of making it harder for you to get the tickets. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway. anyway. So uh, they go on at 9. I get there, 9.45. I am so bummed out because I don't know what's going on now, but security got the message that you can hide your pipe in your wallet because this is two shows what? now that I've gotten my pipe confiscated They have a picture of you up on the <laughs> security. <laughs> but the know. best part is they never find the weed, which is also in the wallet. So here's the thing. They can't go in the wallet. They're not allowed to go in the wallet, but they can feel the wallet. And then they say, show me this, like mm-hmm. what they're feeling. Right. And then you would pull out the pipe and they're like, I'm going to have to throw this out. Mm-hmm. And then, the, then they, so then they grab How the wallet again. Nah, like 10 bucks. Less than the fucking Ticketmaster well, service. Do you add that in? That, well, yeah, you're right. I got to buy a new fee. one. Uh, so then they, well, you know what? The, the, va- the valuable thing is not the pipe. It's the weed. Right. Which they never find because it's also in the wallet. But it's in a plastic bag, and it's, it's your like wallet. You got pipes and weeds in like there and bags. Cash in there. You got yeah. shrimps in there. 
Of course, you get hungry during the show. Anyway, so they threw. So but thankfully, I did massive amounts of bong rips before going to the show. After the gym or before the gym? After the gym. Jeez. You bring the shrimp to the gym? <laughs> yeah, I need the protein as I'm as I'm going on. <laughs> just and then you on uh, like a stationary bike, <laughs> just cramming shrimp in your mouth as you're pedaling. Shrimp I, uh, shake. <laughs> Ew. Uh, I do do pull ups and then there's just a thing of shrimp and I well, that, bite yeah. like like grapes. I bite them off the <laughs> the vine. That's what gets you to do that pull up. Yeah, that's what motivates me. Uh, anyway, uh, the concert was amazing. So I it was packed by the time I got there because they're about to go on. I'm like, where am I going to stand? And so I go off to the side. Uh, You're eight feet tall. Yeah, no, you, you have an advantage anywhere. over you anyone. You can stand anywhere. Sure, but I want to like experience the concert. See that? I will say that's something it's that I venue. I uh, totally have over short people because I can actually see the stage literally <laughs> over yeah. them. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I pushed to the middle, which was phenomenal. The best place to see a show is in front of the sound guy because that's where you're getting the optimal sound. It's the sweet spot. The sweet spot, and boy, was it sweet. It was great, and I don't remember dancing as much as I've, I've, or like by dancing, I of course mean jumping up and down. Dancing and like, by yourself, with yourself. Did you find any friends there? Uh, yeah, uh, passing passing by. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there was plenty of people Pepe, I knew there. Pepe there. Uh, Frank was there, yeah, but he was upstairs. I didn't want to be upstairs. I wanted. I feel like when you're on a balcony for a show, yeah, you're watching. You're you're not experiencing the show. You're watching other people watch the show. Okay, that's good. I like, but I like that. I enjoy that because you see all sorts of wacky shit going on. No, I like to be a part of the show. That's my Rob yeah, is the wacky shit. I, yeah, I'm the wacky like. shit. Dude, I've I known you long enough. I know that to be true. That you <laughs> used to be a part of the show, not a viewer. So wait, you bought a ticket for the show. Did not think to ask if Frank wanted one. Frank bought a ticket for the show. Did not think to ask if you wanted mm-hmm. one. Frank sad. knew about the show just sad. a little bit. Frank knew about partners. the show. Yeah. Do you want to talk to him about it? I want to talk to both of you. <laughs> so oh, this is some couples counseling right now. Let's get the story straight where they can face each other. <laughs> and they can't lie. Uh, but it was, it was phenomenal. What was funny to me is how much lighting he brought, Trent Reznor brought, to Webster Hall because Webster he, Hall probably had people to 2000 bring. well you know his crew of course it's a 2000 person venue relatively small venue there was so much lighting in there for the first three songs you didn't even see the band because there was, was just so lighting and smoke flooded yeah flooded with light and smoke that I I couldn't even make out the band that's when I was like I need to like move closer so I could at least see like actually see you how know how old now. he looks now he looked great he's in great shape they're all they all look his band is so good Everybody in the band. Is it all new people? No. It's uh, Robin Finkus's okay. guitarist. Mm-hmm. He still has the Twiggy same... Twiggy Ramirez? Twiggy's not in the band. No, he, he was only in the band for that one album. <laughs> I didn't even realize he was ever in the band. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He's naming Good Marilyn guess. Manson people. <laughs> well, they were all in the same scene. Dave Ellison. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Skolnick. His drummer, Elon Rubin. I mean, Alex Goldnick was working the smoke machine. Elon uh, Rubin? Elon, a, Elon Rubin, I assume, is a Jew. I'm Elon Rubin? Sure. I'm not sure. Elon <laughs> Rubin. But Noah flew in from Israel with him. Amazing, amazing drummer. It's too bad, like, his other projects are like Freeze? pop. No, I'm Elon Rubin. Oh, Elon Rubin. Josh Freeze was a Nine Inch Nails, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Dude, he knows. He went I, to the I Nine Inch Nails Wikipedia page. Know. I mean, Josh I Freeze is like I a session I might have known guy. at some yeah. point, but I'm just naming He was in the band when Twiggy was in. 
<laughs> I mean, is that, were they in when we saw them that time at Terminal 5? No, no, no. no. By that point, it was Elon Rubin. <laughs> oh, the right. current you, drummer. You and him go way back. I really like him. He's really, really good. He has his own little twang. <laughs> is that is that the term? No, Not twang? for drummers. No? What, what do drummers add? Uh, well, if, if they're, they're in from, the pocket, yeah, if they're, they're from uh, like Arkansas, they have a twang. Yeah, he he is very. <laughs> the whole band is so good, and like I don't think Arkansas would have an Elon Rubin. <laughs> Elon Rubin, they'd have denied for, at the border. They'd have him for about ten minutes before the lynching. <laughs> El Dudorino asked, "Was Hulk Hogan playing with them?" Yes, he was one of the bassists. <laughs> Roger Murray, see there. Oh, and. <laughs> I miss the old New York before thirteen dollars service fees. Yeah, I miss the old nine inch nails. <laughs> the but really the best part of, of the show because it was only announced like I had no idea I was going to it. There was no like pre hype. I didn't have a moment to get like two weeks. Obviously, I was very excited to go, but it was just that day and just watching it and hearing these songs that I've listened to endlessly for the last twenty twenty five years or whatever. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is one of my all-time favorite bands. Like, I am sure. very and, – and it's like, oh, this is why Rent in New York is so expensive because this is the only – like, they wouldn't do this yeah. in, uh, in Mi- Mississippi or, yeah, whatever. So it's like I, I felt very privileged and very lucky. And if I could finish my story due to Reno, it was – I didn't – it was like I would have paid twice as much for that experience because it was so great. Rob? I am 34. So you were nine years old rocking out to Nine Inch Nails? Yes. You're not 34 yet. No. You're about to be 30. I, I got into Nine Inch Nails when I was like 13, so 20 okay. years. All right. Just want to Oh, my God. Uh, we need to take the Ombudsman Award There's, from Dutorino and just award Well, I'm sit. the original. Come on. I'm the parser and the Ombudsman. Sid, where do you fall on the Nine Inch Nails? Like, uh, no, no. Big fan. Yeah, okay. I got a little... I mean, their last couple were a little boring, but... Broken and Pretty Hate Machine and Downward Spiral are mm-hmm. I've even a grown plus to plus. really love uh, The Fragile. I really like Was that, that the one after um, Downward Spiral? So, yeah, the double That's album. It's not bad, yeah. but it should have been a single album. If it was just the best songs of yeah. the two on one, it would have been awesome, but it's too much. There, there's some stinkers, for yeah. sure. Well, any du- It's yeah. impossible to put out a double album, like a full-length double album, and them all be great tracks. Mm-hmm. That's very difficult. I had a weird trajectory with Nine Inch Nails because when the first album came out, I heard it, immediately loved it, but then, I, I, think, I guess it was like, what, 16? What year was that? Pretty it, Hate Machine? Uh, 90? 90, maybe, yeah, I was, was 16 right in 1990. There? So um, I had a friend... Named Joey, who his eighty nine October eighty nine had a lot of family problems, and his his father was put away somewhere. He was a nut. I guess both his parents met in an insane asylum, conceived him. Whoa. His mother got out, gave birth Jeez. to him, but she was still insane. She's a schizophrenic. Wow! Damn. And she had to go back to the hospital, and he had nowhere to stay. His uncle also was like a nut, Fuck. so he stayed with me for like six months. Okay, within where I lived with my mother. Uh, no, I guess, yeah, something like that, around there. Did so, you guys ever go to Jerusalem Pizza together? <laughs> no. Oh. He's, he was broke. He didn't have any money. And he he played that album over and over and, and over and over again. Anymore? No, I love it now, but I mean, just it just was burned into my brain, you know? So that I had a very, like, love-hate relationship with that. Mm. and that, But I rediscovered it again later. Yeah. yeah, and just so many. He wrote so many great songs in so many different styles. Like that's, and and it's it's interesting to me listening, watching it, uh, Nine Inch Nails yesterday, 
just how much of an effect he had on my musical taste on like oh you know this is my first exposure to industrial and synth and 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 all of the like the dark elements dark hardness and i wonder how hardness is a genre what yeah that's an industrial genre hardness yeah uh (laughs) like uh rammstein they were part of the new dutch hardness movement it's mm-hmm. your favorite DVD series. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Should get uh, Slizer to call back. The hardness. Yeah, Slizer. Let us know what your favorite hardness bands are. And I <laughs> think that hardness. <laughs> Lots of drops. Coming. Havana. <laughs> Little hardness. <laughs> I feel like Roudness, the band Roudness, should make a hardness sound. Yeah. yeah. Remember Roudness? <laughs> That's I w- that's actually exactly what I was thinking of when you said I was like it sounds like it should be a Japanese genre. Hardness I think is a very Loudness. apt description of uh, the industrial music. No, do you like loudness? Well, let's not be uh, it's loudness. It's loudness, loudness, but they say, that's not I'm not making this up like they were referred to as loudness by like every metal magazine at that time. It was like a running joke. Oh, mm. I didn't know that, but I think maybe because I discovered them like past their prime. Rob, did you get mad at me? I'm sorry. I'll call them loud. Uh, I'm not mad at you. I just don't want to offend any Asian. Okay, no, that was not intended to be uh, offensive to any Asians. I apologize. But the band themselves say say it that way. So the band themselves are offensive. <laughs> they are offending they have themselves. No <laughs> well, they said it that way. I don't even know if they're still even yeah. alive or Rest anything. Roust in peace. Oh. <laughs> How dare you, Sid? Get out of here. Uh, Leroy says a co-worker of his is singing and humming in his office so loud that he can hear her through his headphones. I think Leroy should call the show, yeah, put us on singing? speaker, and have yeah. us <laughs> shut her down. Or put himself on speaker so we could hear what she's singing. Yeah, yeah. Let's hear what she's sure. singing. I like that better. In the meantime, uh, Rob posted a little bit of audio that he Ill- illicitly took at Bootlegger. the at the uh, at the show, his favorite band show. It's very good audio. He just brought his, his Walkman to the show and was listening to Lincoln Park tracks. Oh, so you're saying that led over into his recording? Like yeah. Can't even hear nine yeah. He plugged his Walkman into the soundboard. <laughs> oh, you son so of a everyone bitch. was forced to hear this. Did Trent do any Lincoln Park covers? No. Did he give a no. shout he out? He did not acknowledge, no. Uh, good man. Uh, Metallica acknowledged Chester though because they played the Rose Bowl, which I believe is outside of LA, right? Uh-huh. That's in, and uh, they they acknowledged him after the Unforgiven. Let me see if there's live footage of this. And uh, of course, there's live footage of Why this. Why didn't you post it on your website? Rose Bowls in Pasadena. Well, yeah, Pasadena. Yeah. Never fail. Never fail. We forgive you, Chester. That's it. That's his whole rap. Forgive. We forget you, Chester. Forgive you. Are you sure it wasn't forgiven? That's unforgiven. 
But what are they forgiving him for? That's what I didn't get either. For killing himself. Like, what it's a shitty a thing to do. Is he a priest now? Yes. He's giving people absolution? He's talking people out of watching porn. I don't think Metallica was interested in that. Just going up that road. He hung himself, right? Yeah. He's pretty skinny. Do you think he had to, like, weigh himself down somehow? Weigh himself uh, down? To make sure the hanging, like, did the job. Because he's very skinny. I'm not even going to like acknowledge. Like lead boots or something. Mm-hmm. Cinder blocks. Mm. Or the Bible in his Is hotel room. Is your bit room. done? I'm just asking a question. He's a very skinny man. Dudorino uh, says, because saying you like Lincoln Park will go unforgiven. That's <laughs> true. Hmm. No, you're allowed to like them, but you're not allowed to think they're good. That's the difference. You can like them. You're like, I know they suck, but... uh." I know what you mean. (sighs) There are bands that... I mean, I don't know if I would say that. I mean, I could... could What is the difference? You can like something despite not thinking that they're talented. Yeah. You just like it for whatever other reason you have, and you enjoy the the music. Well, isn't that in itself... Make them talented that they make something you, that you had enjoy. much less refined taste when you got into that band. Uh-huh. If they came out today, you, I don't think you'd really give a shit. I don't know. Some of those songs still hold up for me. Still, that's the point. Mm-hmm. You're not viewing them outside of the context of you as a teenager. You can't. It's inextricable. Right. Link. So who's to say either way? Me. No, I disagree with you. But I said it. No, you're wrong. No. You are wrong, Sid. No. You wouldn't like it. No, I see. I see what Sid's saying. I think he's obviously being a little extreme because he's Sid. But I think, you know, there are bands that are less talented that I can say I like. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everyone can say that. Yeah. Sid, what are, what are the less talented bands that you like? See, the you if you put him in context, it makes sense. But like the Ramones are not an especially talented band. Mm. But there's all this extra context. But do you think they're good? The general format of their songs is good, but repeated over 20 albums, the exact same song 12 times an album, it sort of loses its, you know, like Motorhead tread pretty quickly. Yeah. Anyone else we want to trash? I thrash Motorhead. (laughs) It's good, but you're not, you know. Slayer. You heard one song, you heard them all. I went to see Slayer, uh, Lamb of God and Behemoth. There's a little diversity in Slayer albums. There, there was. There was. Time. I would say yeah. now. It's just... <laughs> Wait, did you say Slayer? Yeah. I don't think there's any diverse. There's one album like that's Raining Blood, diverse. Rain and Blood, and then Seasons in the Abyss. Seasons in the Abyss is a little bit slower. They're and not they the exact same faster, album, yeah. but they're really like very. Cl- I mean, they just you know it's Slayer. You listen. Sure, to. but it's just a little slower Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> this is Slayer. <laughs> yeah. The the one album that sounds nothing like Slayer is Diabolus yeah. and Musica. That one is mm-hmm. like Tom Araya singing Slipknot covers, <laughs> and then they failed miserably, and they went right back yeah. to being Slayer. That always makes me sad when a band tries something different yeah. and then quickly realizes, oops. Right. Right. <laughs> let's go back. Yeah. <laughs> let's go back back to playing the stuff we're tired of playing because right. that's how we're going to make money. That's the sad part. I don't yeah. mind them trying something different. Even if yeah. it flops no. miserably, yeah. it's when they do that quick 180 yeah. That, yeah. They, that they realize they made a horrible mistake. So many mistake. bands. So many bands. Well, Metallica kind of did that. Like, it just took 25 years. Yeah. 
<laughs> before they did the but 180. But at least they were like really stubborn about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, I think you just they, have to like believe in it because well, people that, still yeah. bought all their shit and went to their shows one right. way or the other. Well, like Rob says a lot uh, that he's fond of saying is that they don't give a fuck, so they do yeah whatever the hell they want because they've achieved everything they want to achieve, and but, now they yeah. want to go back and play, you know, like uh, old-style Metallica. But when you're a band like Suicidal Tendencies, you quickly realize, wait, I need to make Rent. <laughs> so let's go back to this fast, like, hardcore stuff. Nobody wants to hear us do metal. I honestly... I really like that, uh, that Suicidal Metal album. You're in How the minority, long? clearly. Yeah. Wait, so which album are we talking about now? How Will I Live Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. But that's the one you're saying they ran away from? Yeah, they went back to just being like a thrashy, like, punk band. When was their last album? They just released one. Oh, but like, all right. When was their last real album? Like five years ago. Oh, I have no knowledge of that whatsoever. But I'm pretty sure they just went back to their original sound, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. They Rob, were. Rob and is really, eating Rancheritos oh right now. Oh my god, now. they're so good. I think, and I'm because I'm, I guess the thrash guy, whatever. But I think that's their best album. I think that's huh. their. How will I laugh tomorrow? I mean, it's not bad, like but clearly, album. I'm not saying. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah, as you said, I'm not saying that bands shouldn't do that. Or I, I mm-hmm. respect when they try different things. Yeah. It's just sad when they right, quickly right. realize totally that they agree. need to make a business decision and just it, this is a job now. We just need to do what the people. Well, I, I think they try. They also did join the army, right? Was that a? That's kind. Of, it's a little bit of mix of yeah. both, I would say. But the but they're like when I when I first encountered Suicidal Tendencies, it was their metal album. Okay. And so that maybe that stuck with me uh, more. And also I like that kind of music. And then I went backwards and heard all the other stuff. Yeah, the first album for me is, is the it's, one. Yeah. I'm not putting it down. I really like it. to get into it. You know, it's like very yeah. anthemic and all that. But. but that is very often the way the first album you hear by a band is always yeah. going to be your favorite. Yeah. I agree. Not Most always, but yeah, yeah, yeah. more often than not, I feel like it goes like that. Noah, how do you feel about suicidal tendencies? I like them. All right. And I'm, and no, I mean, I agree with Darren. That was the first album that I heard, too. Huh. Yeah, that was like right in my the middle of my teens, you know, and I was absorbing every thrash that I could find. Oh, for me, it was later. It, like Nick played that album for me. I like it because it's very uh, cheesy. I feel like it's not. It doesn't fit into the rest of their oeuvre. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And how will I laugh was one of the songs that we covered. You remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And your band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our band, which never did anything. Did anything. You should have covered. I saw your mommy. <laughs> That's a good one. I saw your mama Raba. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, since we're speaking about suicidal tendencies, that kind of ties into something. Oh, I just realized there. we weren't even. We went from Chester Bennington to suicidal tendencies, ah! and it wasn't even us. on purpose. Well, Go on. I, as you know, I uh, came home from Seattle yes. this morning. Oh, that's right. And I, I realized when I went into the airport, this happened to be the shirt that I threw on. Oh, no. Was um, a stick figure of a man eating popcorn and another man. Uh, he's sitting on a chair eating popcorn, another man hanging himself, stick figures, and it says suicide watch. Get it? Okay. So I was like, yeah, whatever. So I, but I happened to wear that to the airport. And then when we got there, I realized- Can you pronounce it properly? What did I say wrong? Airport? <laughs> Thank you. Airport. So I'm in the airport, and then now I'm conscious of this, like, you know. And also my wife uh, is a brown woman. My wife! So many memes. Uh-huh. She's uh, 
you know, she's mistaken for Muslim a lot, and she's very already self-conscious about going to the airport, and I'm wearing this shirt. Oh, Do you guys goodness. have a pre-check? We didn't have pre-check, but we have the thing where you don't have to uh, print out your ticket, at least. So mm. mm-hmm. you can just show your phone Online to the guy. Yeah, yeah. But we had to still go through the security. I, uh, If I could just quickly interrupt. Highly recommend pre-check. It's like $80 for five years. Mm-hmm. But the, don't you have like, to get chosen for it? Like you have to, like, No, no. You just apply for it. You apply for it. There's offices all over the country. You just show up. They take your fingerprints. You are good for five years. You skip the line. You yeah. don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take your jacket off. It's the m- most stress-free experience. Highly recommend. But not all the airports have it. Right. Not all airports have it, and not all airlines support it. Right. And I took Alaska Air out of Newark, both of which do not support oh. pre-check. At least there was no pre-check line that I could see. But there were only like eight people waiting to get oh, yeah. the fucking Well, in Newark, yeah, you, nobody goes to Newark. So which is great. I, yeah. The only yeah. thing is you have to, well, not to yeah. get, we're getting into something I think that people don't care about, but it costs way more to get into Jersey and out. So that adds to the cost of getting there. Right, which is offset by, it's also a cheaper ticket usually, right? Uh, this one wasn't, oh, okay. but uh, I used basically points to buy my tickets. Yeah. So it was like almost free. Anyway, uh, so I'm walking it's around with the, the suicide watch. So I'm walking with my bag, covering it like a little bit, you know. <laughs> uh, but I, when, I, when did you get conscious of the fact that you were wearing it? Like that? You know. Um, like like ten minutes into being in the airport, you know. Did you notice it, or did your wife point it out? No, I did. She okay. didn't say anything. Okay. So, and I said well, we should go on separate lines because my wife, being a brown woman and being mistaken for Muslim a lot, plus I'm wearing a shirt that says suicide <laughs> on it. Probably it would be better to go in on the two separate check-in lines. Then my wife goes through the radiation machine, which I hate. I don't want yeah. that thing. Another part of the pre-check, you don't have to do the radiation. You just do the yeah. metal. Uh, now, I'm, maybe I'm being paranoid. I don't know. But when they're telling you up front that there are small amounts of radiation that go through this thing, I don't want any part it's of like it. It's like a CAT scan probably or something. Whatever, whatever. There's a reason. There's a, If I need a CAT scan, like if I, if I may, it may affect my health, I'll put up with a little dose of radiation or an x-ray or whatever. If there's a way I can easily avoid it, I'm not yeah, going through the fucking enough. machine. I get the pat down every time. So this time I get the pat down. I go, you know, they, they call, and it's new, in Newark, boom, the guy pops right out. In JFK, you do a pat down. You got to stand there on the side, everyone inspecting you for like 20 minutes, yeah. you know, before the guy finally shows up. They take you to the side, whatever. The guy just r- basically runs his hands in your belt loop and, you you know, across your legs and your crotch or whatever. Um, so that's what I always do. This time he does all that shit. He goes, oh, uh, we turned up some explosive on the gloves on the outside of your... Wait, what? So, I don't know what happened, but he goes, ah, don't worry about it. You know, it's usually, like, a very nice guy. It's usually, like, household products, or did you go anywhere on this, you on a hike? And I said, yeah, we went to Mount Rainier, you know, so we did that. On the last day, we went from there to dinner right to the airport. Oh, okay. So, I said, oh, you probably picked up some, you know, some kind of mineral or something. Yeah, this, I, it happened to me, too, like, with my laptop, where they're like, oh, there's some, whatever. It's right. Just- but I'm freaking out, because, like, what if... Yeah, so we have to just check you a little more thoroughly. So they take me in a room. Uh-oh. Another guy does the same thing again, but like palms down on your body, you know. And I'm mm, thinking like if the they... F- the champagne room. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Like if 
if the second one turns something over, you might be going up the shrinker, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Ah, <laughs> might be getting so, a prostate exam. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm in the room. He checked me again and like, uh, but the whole time I'm like sweating it out. And I'm like, okay, please so don't they, find anything. So they took you into like a private room? A private room. Like, Ooh, well, no the witnesses. first thing is the first time they do it, they say, do you want to go in a room so people are not seeing you getting patted down or whatever? I, I don't give a fuck. No. And then the second time it's mandatory you go inside the room. Mm. Huh. Because allegedly they're doing a little more thoroughly, but he really didn't. He did the same, the same shit. Did he pinch your nipples? No, my nipples were open not palms with. at all. Open times. palms on the on the second one. On the first one, it's the back of the hand. So that's oh, the only thing that yeah. changed. Plus, they went, they physically opened my bag and looked at all the items in there and tested my shoes and all that. And he comes back. He says, "No, there's no explosive or anything." So the first machine is probably an old piece of shit. But I was freaking out for a little while there. So nobody commented on your shirt? No. In fact, the guy doing that, he said, oh, yeah, I wear that shirt at work. And sometimes the people that come in here, you know, like a joke. Oh. Like, he's, like his job sucks. So he yeah, wants yeah, to commit yeah. suicide. Not right. the thing Not, that I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, also, Seattle is, and it very, I, I was torn on Seattle because there was like a lot of things I really liked about it. It was very scenic and beautiful. Uh, there's mountains in the distance anywhere you there's a skyline right next to the giant mountains it's very beautiful um the park is really beautiful the baseball stadium we went to uh but it's just i feel like it's oh and one other it's very progressive it's the most progressive city i've ever been to like more than san francisco even i feel like san francisco has little pockets of like resistance to the resistance where people yeah, are like the, ca- the extra rich people, right? Yeah, that, and also there's like counterculture conservatives there that are very pissed off at mm-hmm. all the liberals there. Nothing in Seattle, like Black Lives Matter on businesses, banners and stuff, and everything is gay pride, LGBT. People have it on their on their front lawns, like LGBTQ pride. If you don't like that, don't come in my fucking house, like that kind of shit. Yes. Which is great. Like I applaud all of that. Uh, it's just. Of town that really doesn't care like about food. One thing, the restaurants are like nowhere to be found. Like you really have to dig to find a nice restaurant. And also, it's just like really, like really is the whitest, the whitest city that I've ever been to. But Sir Mixalot is from there. I know it's weird. Like you, there's there's the a few one? people of color that you see around, but it's just very very white. And when we went to the baseball game, it, we went to the baseball game. It was African American Heritage Night, which I couldn't like. Okay, great. And there was probably eight black people in the whole audience. Just medium rare pink everywhere you look. <laughs> and here's what bugged me out the most is it gets to the eighth inning. And between the top and bottom of the eighth inning, they played the fucking Lion King. They had like a like hold your baby up as Simba. Hakuna Matata? No, no, no. The Circle of Life. They oh, hold, okay. hold a baby up as Simba being born or whatever. That's the thing they do at a lot of sporting events. But on African American Heritage Night, doesn't Weird. that have like racial overtones to be like, I feel like that was, they didn't it's do it on any of the other nights. It's a lion, not a monkey. But what if they like... did it? What if they did it? Well, because African though. And they it's probably do it all the time, I would bet. They didn't. We went to three games Oh, and there. that was the only That was the only they night they did it. They probably did it for <laughs> That's what makes me think of it. Like, yeah, if it was but just, at the Mets game, don't they have like various games that they like cy- cycle through on the screen? You know, like one day they'll do like the cup ball and cup game and whatever. No, they do they the do cup. They, they do that every time. Kiss and they cam they do every time also, yep. right? Yeah. Seattle did not have a kiss cam, mostly because everyone was like 70 at the game, basically. <laughs> this is like some kids here and there. But it was like a lot of grandpas taking their kids, grandkids to the game. But anyway, overall, 
a lovely city. Enjoyed my time there, but was some constructive a, criticism. Well, Seattle has it's Safeco Field, right? So it's yes. relatively modern. Were there like the flavor of the city in, nope. the, in the arena? Awful, awful food. Awful. Well, probably the second worst food of any park I've ever What's been to. What's the worst? To. Chicago White Sox. Huh. That's a dump. What's dump the and name a half. Of that? That venue? Uh, what is it now? I don't even know. They changed it. U.S. Cellular? Yeah, yeah, U.S. Cellular. What was it? <laughs> no, it changed. It changed to something really what was the bad. classic name of it? Comiskey Park. Yeah. Okay. And then they changed, They got a new state and they called it New Comiskey, but then they sold the yeah. naming rights. But yeah, Safeco, awful. Like, boilerplate. Hot dogs. <laughs> horrible hot dogs. Not horrible. Overpriced? New Yorker hot dogs. $6? Same as any ballpark. Same as any ballpark. Overpriced. A burger that was like a microwave Whopper. Oh, my God. That is my biggest... Pet like Ew. the total was eating one fo- of those first the world like rich guy pet peeve mm-hmm. of like look this is 2017 I do not want a high school cafeteria yeah, fucking exactly huh? if I'm paying ten dollars exactly give me some fucking beef well when we we went give to me the a, beef you just want the meat we give went to a like a very nice uh, Korean restaurant we actually did some digging there's no restaurants around the tourist area like there's a couple here and there but Wait, you got to really look did you, you dug the- all the way to Korea no 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 <laughs> this was actually in Seattle okay did you guys um, go to that market where they like throw fish at you Pike place is yeah Pike they place. don't throw fish at you they do a little show with the fish but we didn't see they that. throw it at each other Darren's wife did send me a photo of the largest shrimp that yeah. I've oh. ever seen oh. like, it, it was looked a, ridiculous the market was the market was great. I did. I did beat off to it. They had. <laughs> this, I had seafood Ew. that day. <laughs> they had this chi- like Chinese meat on a stick thing that was really, but it was like an enormous piece of meat on a stick, which is really good. Uh, but no, so the so this restaurant, we walk in and there's a microwave, like right in, invisible, right visible, right inside <laughs> the door of the kitchen. That's immediate turnoff. Like I immediately want to walk out when I see anyone that has a microwave. Yeah, that's in a nice restaurant. Because they may not cook everything in the microwave, but they're cooking something in the microwave. Yeah, that's weird. Or at least reheating something. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad sign. It's a bad sign. But the food was good, so the, our our dish probably uh, wasn't reheated. Hopefully. You were seated not facing the microwave, I hope. I think I might be mixing that up, because I don't think it was the Korean restaurant. It was a different restaurant we went to. There was one the restaurant. Just, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. You don't want to see a microwave. Yeah, I don't want to see. At least if you're going to have it, put it all the way in the back. So I mean, me right if it's like a place that serves cheese whiz for some reason, then sure. You right, yeah, whiz, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. A Korean restaurant. Yeah. Or like a nachos, I guess. Microwave yeah. the cheese. Yeah, I wouldn't freak that. out too much if it was like aiming to be fast food. Even though still you should be able to cook without my microwave. Yeah, Which place. is weird. The microwaving cheese. Or I've seen now the trend at like fancier Mexican places is to blowtorch the cheese, like oh, creme brulee. Right? I don't cheese. know, but the see, it's weird because when they do the blowtorching, you can kind of taste the butane. Really, <laughs> there's there's a different flavor to the cheese. Oh, it's worse. Yeah, like it it just tastes like cancer. You know, you oh. know that cancer taste. Yeah, I know. It. I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sid knows it all. He's gonna lick my arm. I know. I do know what you mean, though. Like, I don't know about if it's a cancer taste, but there's something very unhealthy. It tastes like steel. Like your, it doesn't taste. Right. Yeah. You know, it doesn't taste. I feel legit. the same with liquid smoke when they use liquid smoke, like like Ooh. fake, like they fake smoke meats. Hmm. It's an artificial. Never tried it. um, I, I don't know. Maybe I've tried. Do I don't it? know that I've tried it though. Yeah, so that's what, that's what came out when Rob jerked off to the shrimp photo. Oh, look at smoke. Roast. 
Send me your shrimp. <laughs> Wait. Send me your shrimp. You're poor. You're a little massive. <laughs> fuck those other things. No, the shrimp. Send me your shrimp. You're scampy. <laughs> your meat your on a stick. Your big clams. Your microwaved bulgogi. Mussels? Oh, I love bulgogi. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> Microwave, though? This is how few options there were. We ate Korean two nights, and we ate the hotel food two nights because we couldn't mm, find anything in time. Really? Everything closes at 9. Damn. That is unbelievable yeah. to me. That it I really, it really but I mean, isn't. to be fair, that's midnight. But also, time. it's like pot is legal there. Where do the stoners <laughs> get? Oh, I guess like Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell's probably open yeah, past yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Weed places <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Right, because it's recreationally legal. Yep. You could just walk in. Were people smoking on the street? What, what's the... I didn't see too many people smoking on the street, but there was weed stench everywhere you go. And also, I saw guys like preparing weed, sitting on like... Like on a stoop somewhere, sitting. Oh, out just rolling. And, a and then two or seconds like, after he noticed it, he got arrested. Can't <laughs> walk down the street. Holding a bag, like just <laughs> idly flipping. He had a, a bag of weed and was just yeah. playing with it, waiting for somebody. Yeah, it's not know. a big deal. Well, it's recreationally legal. So, would you? How would you say the quality of life is? Is it clean? It seems it, pretty segregated because, like, wherever, uh, like, our path from the hotel to the ballpark is all very upscale. And, but there's like a couple of pockets where it seems like all the homeless people and all the kind of cracked out looking people congregate in one little three block radius. I see. Or, they, or not one, but like you see them here and there, but they seem like it seems like New York, how all the like hookers and pimps and drug dealers were kind of shuttled away from Times Square over to like Ninth Avenue. Mm. And 10th. Now it's not even now Ninth is now upscale. Now they're just in the hot seat. Right. But they but it seems Dead. like they've been pushed out Bloated. of the tourist areas. Uh, 847, you're on the live cast. Hey, what's up? This is Leroy. Hey. What's up, Leroy? Hey, did Darren already, uh, already talk about going to Seattle? He no. was literally, just yeah. About it. That was just did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went. It was really nice. Um, I had a question for Rob. I don't know if it's really on what you guys are talking about. I just had a call for now. Uh, before, before you get to the question, let me ask you, what did you think of the food in Seattle? The food in Seattle? Yes. Honestly, um, I can't really remember. There's a lot of coffee. There's like a coffee, like coffee places. Uh, and then I had locks and something by the water. And... I don't really remember what we ate. I just remember our hotel was really nice, and I loved it. It was really close to everything, and, and it was really quiet, and we went to the the market thing that's there. I forgot what it's called. Pike's Place. Yeah, Pike's Pike's Place Market, which is featured in Sleepless Pikes, in yeah, Seattle. That, it's featured in basically every Seattle movie. That's like yeah. that and the Space Needle are the two. Yep. Did you go to the Space Needle? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. we went. Are you asking me or Darren? Uh, both. I didn't. Uh, I also didn't because the line was ridiculous. But we went to this place called the EMP Museum, which is even better. Oh, and I really want to go there. Glass Museum, which is cool. What was the second museum? The Chiluli, Chilulu Glass Museum or something. Chilula? Chilula, the hot sauce? They have a glass museum? Uh, no, I think I don't think it's Chilula. I think it's Chiluli. What is so it's just a museum about glass? About glass. Like maybe blown glass? It's like all these different shapes. <laughs> rough it's like different like long. Wait, what? There it's just different colored and, and shapes of glass. 
We don't it's say colored like, anymore, Leroy. It, Come on. Okay, what was your question? question? Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to ask you about... I, I listened to your Kenny Omega interview, which I thought was awesome. Oh, thank way, you. So I'm very really proud cool. of it. Yeah. Um, uh, the quality was great. You could really hear him, too, so that was plus. <laughs> um, technical like, uh, I... Go ahead. Uh, I just had a question about, like, New Japan Pro Wrestling and, like, uh-huh. I, I mean, like, I love the matches and everything, but, like, I don't understand, is it like WWE? Do they have a weekly show and then they build to a pay-per-view or how, like, because I feel like they're just these sporadic events that just happen. Like, right. how the hell am I supposed to know or, or follow mm-hmm. it? And they don't really cut promos or, like, feuds. I don't question. really know how feuds begin. That's and an excellent. I don't know how do you get into it. Dan Moroni, you asked me excellent, excellent question. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, since you mentioned it, I recommend if anybody is a wrestling fan or a New Japan Pro Wrestling fan, if you're subscribed to us on iTunes, Square Turtle Pit is in the feed. Check out my interview with Kenny Omega. It's very fun. Quality is very good. I've, Noah's been texting me like, Rob, why do you sound like you're on the other side of the room? Yes. <laughs> it's so Leroy she, approved. So uh, I've been... I've been glad upping, you hear the difference. I've been upping my production game. <clears throat> and Noah's been helping me out with that. And uh, as for your question, uh, no, it is not like WWE. There is no weekly show. <laughs> and they the way it works is they have tours. And you. how do you know there's a show? How I know is I just follow like a wrestling site like a wrestling version of metal injection and and then they will tell you that and uh so the way it kind of works is they have pay-per-views they have like big shows one it's typically like one every six weeks or so and then they have like really big shows like their version of you know like a SummerSlam or whatever and then their wrestlemania is wrestle kingdom which is every year on january 4th And so the way they do storylines is they do these tours and whoever is in a feud against each other, typically uh, they're in tag team matches to set up the singles match. And in New Japan, what's kind of cool, and it takes a while to get into it for sure because half the shows aren't even in English and uh, and it is a different style. But here's how I I looked at it. It's kind of like their whole idea is it's like team sports. There's like four teams which is like Bullet Club is a team, Los Angeles is a team, Chaos is a team, and people belong to these teams, and these teams feud with each other. So when two people from these teams are feuding, they're going to be in tag team matches against each other with other people from their teams to kind of advance the feuds, and then they blow up at the big shows. And I feel like I might be rambling a bit much, so I feel this is all I'm going to say in regards to your question. And the way I got into it was just by I, I watched Wrestle Kingdom the year that Jim Ross uh, was doing the announcing, and it was so good that I'm and WWE is getting a bit disappointing. So I'm watching it more and more. Uh, I mean, I just felt like, um, like, and there's just so many belts. Like I understand, like there there are a lot of belts. Of- <laughs> yeah. And every white dude is in the Bullet Club? Is everybody who's not Japanese is part of the Bullet Club? Uh, sort of, yeah. Uh, for the most part. Bullet Club started as the Gaijin, which are the foreigners. The whole, it was, the idea was it was a faction of foreigners. Uh, 
But there's white guys in other factions too, like Will Ospreay is in Chaos with Okada, and Juice Robinson is in Takuchi Japan. Uh, yeah, the, the matches are so much better than like WWE. Like when I watch Raw, I fast forward the matches and watch all the promos. Mm-hmm. But with this, I was watching every match. Yeah, are, have you been watching? There were no promos. There's forward. a big tournament now called the G1. I recommend following. There's like English feeds on Facebook. Just look up New Japan English, and that's a good way to keep and up with post- it. And they post promos and stuff. In oh. English. What about matches? How do you watch the matches? Uh, New Japan have their own uh, on-demand service called New Japan World, which I am a subscriber to, and it is wonderful. And they also post free stuff on there, too. So if you go to njpwworld.com. And I also just did a show, a couple of shows in Los Angeles, right? Last yeah. Month. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was on X's TV. It's part of the G1. Yeah, that, that's how I first saw it. Mm-hmm. And then I watched some of those Okada, AJ Styles matches and... Mm-hmm. Nakamura AJ Styles matches. Okada's and great. this Kenny Omega dude's a fucking stud. Yeah, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's really good. His matches with Okada this year have been amazing. And there's a big tournament right now called the G1. And basically, they're Wait, having. What's it called? The G1. Mm-hmm. Darren, could you please. <laughs> the Goodbye One. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, and so this tour is like a two week tour with two blocks and there's awesome matches every night it's the most wrestling i've ever watched in a short span and i've kind of sort of i don't want to say stop watching wwe but really just speed through it and then i watch these g1 matches which have been really good but yes the follow their facebook and the access tv show is a good way to keep up with it because they actually it's on a bit of a delay but they put all of their best matches on that show yeah and jim ross uh, yeah and jim ross calls it so that's the best way i would say for you to keep up with it if you what if you don't have access to your cable i don't i don't either look it up online need to write spectrum a letter use rob's password i have it and i don't watch it go over to the test oh (laughs) what were we gonna say i got direct tv i do have it there you go so every Friday, because I see there's a bunch of shit that comes out on Friday, but I don't know if it's like recent yeah. or old. Or yeah, it's new. It's I don't pretty. Really understand it's, a lot of- they make it episodic, so that would be the best way for you to get into it. And they only really episodic? talk about uh, all the main feuds, so it's a good way to get like dip your toes. But like, don't you feel like the storyline aspect is so dull? Like, no, there is none. Like I just there like, is there it's is subtler. It's, it's more subtle and it's more based on like athletic story. Like the storylines aren't like this guy like killed my family or whatever. It's more just like I'm going to beat you. I'm going to prove I'm the better wrestler, and it's it's just more sports based. Rob and I go back and forth on this a lot because I feel like there there is a value to the way American wrestling does it. Like I don't. It's not that it's bad. I feel like it's two different ways of approaching wrestling, but WWE just sucks at it now. Like they 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 created it and now they're like resting on their laurels and their shows just suck. But like I don't feel like one is really superior to the other. It's just that NJPW is superior cuz they're doing such a good show. Uh and if you watch the Access show, uh Jim Ross does a really good job of explaining what the storyline is. Although he kind of got uh, excoriated for that. Well, because that was live. These are yeah. pre-taped, so he has 
time to like do it correctly. But he, they, a lot of the wrestlers didn't like Jim Ross's uh, commentary on those two LA shows. Well, they thought he came in unprepared. He uh, oh, mixed up a few wrestlers. Man, he's sick. Yeah, he's, well, that's fine. But. Well, the, the the reason is because they have their own in-house English commentators. Mm-hmm. And they want, and those guys are up on everything. Are there any commentators they have that haven't been live cast guests? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin oh. Kelly. Well, actually, the Josh two people, Barnett. the two people on the AXA show, both have been on. That's the live what cast. I'm yeah. separately. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get Josh Barnett on the show again? Now that he's actually famous, call him up. He was he, he was, was famous. famous then. Was he more famous then? That was closer to when he was. But UFC he's famous champion. for something that you care about now. So you'd actually have stuff to talk to him about. We would always have somebody to talk to him about. Yeah. Because we're really great conversations. Well, yeah, yes. sure, but it would be Jeez, easier now. Such a cynic. It would be less toothbrush. Really odd that you don't like that band. Really I odd. don't. Dude, they he don't even th- exist anymore. He thinks, not to like. he thinks they're misappropriating the name of something good. Yeah. Which is <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but yeah, Leroy, I just watched the, the show, and uh, it, it, there's, a, there's a curve to it. But I like it better now. Wait, are we still, New Japan. Say, are we still talking about wrestling? New yet? Japan. New Japan on Access, Friday nights. Curved to it. Yeah, it's curved. Talking about dicks. All right, we're going to let you go, Leroy. Oh, that's <laughs> another thing. Dicks is a uh, is like Seattle's In-N-Out, and we tried that. Really? Yeah, like they have their own local hamburger chain. Oh, I thought you meant actual penises. No, 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 no. <laughs> we didn't try that kind of dicks. We did have some dicks, though. Is it How good? Not good. Not bad. Oh, really? Not It, was, it, it was wasn't dicks. brutal. It was just nothing whatever. Nothing special? Yeah. Well, I think In-N-Out is nothing special. Oh, I, I'm not I, a huge fan of that. It's better than that. like McDonald's Burger King. Oh, it's much better than yeah, that. Yeah, so it's special for fast food. That's yeah, it's all. yeah, but it's not like the way people rave about it. I feel like is overdone. I think people on the West Coast just like having their own thing, so they're gonna yeah. hype I, it up. I think Wendy's is better than In and Out. How about that? Wendy's is my favorite burger. Honestly, or fast food I haven't had In and Out nearly enough to even remember what I thought of it. Mm-hmm. I remember a lot thinking it was it was good. I yeah, love Wendy's, I would say In-N-Out good is fair. It's good. Yeah. It's a good, decent burger. It's not terrible. Oh, you know what I say about it? It's consistent. Every time I've had it, it's been okay. The exact same and like high quality, consistent. You know what I would say is a great burger. That's a West Coast chain fat burger. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. fucking fantastic. I remember liking that just as much yeah. when we were out there. There used to be one that was in Atlantic City, and they closed. Oh, they really? Were, yeah, they were oh, in wow. the basement of the Borgata. They had a little food court there. Interesting. I had no idea there was any anywhere near us. It's gone. But they replaced yeah. it with uh, a Pat Lafrida burger stand. Oh, that's oh, yum. Probably a lot more expensive, though. <laughs> I like Bear Burger. Bad. What's yeah. Bear Burger considered? That's a, hot, that's a fancier chain. Yeah, that's more like a restaurant. Yeah. That's every burger that Rob eats. Oh, because you're a bear. Oh, different, it's different, bear. different type of bear. T A R E. But speaking of dicks, <laughs> <laughs> so I better be making these drops. I swear to God. Uh, Talking about dicks. <laughs> you're gonna keep saying that. It's gonna, it's gonna, be, be, our, it's gonna be our new segment. <laughs> Talking uh, about dicks. That's every episode, though. That's there, been a segment. There's a story. Uh, a landlord was filmed. Wiping his penis on a wedding dress mm. after sex in couple's yeah, bed. I'm guessing that's not all he was filmed doing if he fucked there first. Yep. A landlord was filmed wait, uh, yeah. fucking in one of his tenants' yeah. apartments. Fucking, sex. wait, yeah. fucking who? Who was he fucking? Himself. Another man. Another oh, okay. man. Another man, and then what? They just pulled out the, hey, let's pull out the wedding dress. So, and so who just the, keeps their wedding dress around like that? It's in, it's in the closet or whatever. But I feel has, like so there's the story. 
ahead. So wait, wait, sit, just let's let's maybe the story will answer the question. Okay. So this guy is paying. I like that they list that he's paying eleven hundred a month. This is in the UK uh, to stay in this flat, and he has a motion detection camera set up in his bathroom in his bedroom. And so the landlord. Why would wa- he have that for security? Well, see, look, he, clearly he needed it. I, okay. Find out where all it's those stains are. Yeah. In the bedroom. Why does this guy have sure. a wedding Why dress not, in like, his closet? Why not by the doorway? Or well, something? what if the bedroom is like facing the street and like you can climb into the, through the window? I don't know. All right, keep going. Or Just who's like to, Also, who's to say he doesn't have motion detection in every room? You know. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, so the landlord entered the room. And then the tenant got the alert on his phone that there's, you know, there's been motion detected in the mm-hmm. apartment. Oh boy. So when he checks the live feed, he sees his landlord uh, <laughs> engaging in oral and anal sex for around six minutes. I like that they're so specific with quick <laughs> before footage shows the landlord's partner. Wipe his penis on their wedding dress. Oh, so the landlord didn't wipe his dick. Yeah, that's fake news by this <laughs> by this website. Did Ken uh, Pierce review this? Uh, Which I'm, aspect of I'm it? I'm not the... a fan of that kind of sharing. <laughs> 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 uh, there's provolone on my wedding dress. Provolone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, this wasn't. Now that I'm uh, clicking through to the source. You always got to click through to the source, folks. That's what does that website have to do with Snopes. this? No, no. How many mics did this landlord's this. penis get? <laughs> Three mics. <laughs> was his name Mike? Uh, no, his name was Carlos. Oh. <laughs> uh, this was in Colorado Springs. Oh, okay. So an eleven hundred a month apar- uh, apartment, Colorado. No, that's <laughs> was he hooking up with Mario? <laughs> I don't know. Oh wow! So the, on the, on uh, oh so the motion detection camera was Nest. There's a Nest security system. What does that mean? Just a brand Nest. They Let's do see. like home apps. Is one of the like a Google engineer, or actually one of the people who invented the iPod started the company. Hmm. The uh, startup. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they actually on the smoking gun. They show the faces of both the landlord and his. They're hot. You want to uh, see that video? No. <laughs> we'll bet your dick on a wedding dress. If you see that photo, but like, was I don't see the wedding dress. I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't. Well, also, also, it does look a little cluttered in the room. So they could have just been moving in or yeah. something like that. True. My question is: Is this a wedding dress that's already been worn at the wedding, or is yes? This- Oh, so it's not like she's going to yeah. wear it again. What the fuck? Yeah, what let him get away but with one. Still, what if she did it right, there was probably already come on. What it. if she? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the honeymoon. That's wanted come soon. Yeah, sure, but I'm just saying, let Look, it all mix. Hey, come gumbo. She allowed that come yeah. on her dress. She gave consent. Yes, that is consensual come, which, if it wasn't so obscene, would be the episode yeah. title. <laughs> we'll spell it C O M E. How about yeah. that? Well, that could work. Come consensually as you are. <laughs> Come a come a come a come a come a consensually. That's very good. <laughs> consensually. <laughs> so, is there more to this story? Uh, well, he got caught. He got caught. You have a big cack. <laughs> <laughs> the cack is not listed. Did he pay the dry cleaning bill for the wedding dress? I'd hope at least. 
Uh, it doesn't say what the settlement was. It only took him six minutes to bust a nut. And, wait, oral and anal in six in minutes. In six minutes. Said. Yeah. So well, I guess he's like, at any point, this tenant could come home. We got to hurry up. Yeah. Well, but wait. Yeah, he was maybe ready for that. Why was he doing it at somebody else's? Like, well, I guess that's his fetish. To he like, wouldn't know that the, that the guy has a nest, though. Obvi- yeah, if he got, if he knew, I'm assuming he wouldn't do it. Yeah. This is just. I'm sure the guy he, didn't put a sticker on his front door. His fetish. He, he just system. gets off on. So I guess he's just never done it in this guy's apartment before right just and finally got to i have it. to say this is like or maybe he did and that's why the guy got the nest security system because yeah 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 around. he's like hey it kind of looks like things have been moved around in here yeah <laughs> things have been moved oh my around god looks like it's a big cum stain yeah. my wife's uh, panties <laughs> over there. Okay. for some reason i see a huge cum shot on the top of my wall <laughs> yeah. install this nest here <laughs> <laughs> like this is why I don't want my landlord having a copy of the key to my yeah, apartment. Yeah, who gives their landlord a copy of? Oh, anything? I do. I that's, have, that's my landlord has a copy of my. Yeah, key. that's kind of require a requirement. They own the place. Yeah, but I don't have a live-in landlord, so I feel like he's. It's really a lot of effort to come into my apartment and jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a drop. <laughs> One day we're gonna hear that back and be like, "What the fuck are you talking about, Noah?" But right now, it makes complete sense. <sighs> we'll hear it tomorrow and be like, what the fuck was she yeah. talking about? What was about? that again? <laughs> uh, since I know you guys are going to comment, it, I need to stand for a second because my like knee has fallen asleep or something. <laughs> no, you've been playing footsie with me this whole show. Really? You, keep, like, no, you have restless my... leg syndrome. you got the Jimmy it's legs. Not, it's not that I have uh, restless leg syndrome. It's that I have to stretch my gigantic legs. <laughs> I have big legs. This is balls. Standing right now. Yeah, balls out. Oof. All right. Oh, it's kind of uh, interesting doing the show standing. You should get one of those standing desks. Like eye level with your crotch now. How does it look? You got like some weird white thing by your, where your dick Oh, has someone is. been in your apartment, Rob? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> you should get a nest. They've ruined your wedding gown. Were you going to get married in that? <laughs> in, Not anymore. In, in these shorts. <laughs> I would be caught dead. <laughs> All right, sit down now, please. You really are crotch level with the rest of us. I'm right sorry. Now. I'm, just, I'm like stretching out my uh, stop. Like, we have uh, San Diego on the line. Area code 619. <laughs> I went hey, what's too. up, guys? What's up? Who is this? Oh. Uh, I wanted to chime in on the in and out discussion. Who this? What's your name? Oh, it's, uh, this is Hugo from San Diego. Hey. Oh, what's up, Hugo? Okay, yeah, what's your two cents? Yeah, uh, um, yeah, uh, in and out's not that good, honestly. Agreed. Why not? I don't know. Like, well, this sucks because everyone around me is always praises in and out. And so I, you just I'm, like, think the it's overhyped? All my friends is always like, fuck that thing. So what's your preference? Which one do you what? What's your favorite burger? Uh, I mean, all the places around here kind of suck. There's Five Guys. Five Guys is pretty okay. Big fan of Five Guys myself. Mm. That is an East Coast institution. Too I really much. like it. Uh, do you, you guys just got Shake Shack, or I don't know if you have it in San Diego. I know in oh, LA Shake they Shack open. Shake Shack is delicious. Yeah, big fan of the Shake Shack. Yeah, there's some up north, but there's no none near me. Mm. <laughs> So, so you you would go uh, to Five Guys if you want a burger. 
I really I just make my own, I guess. I really don't like five. I re- like we were talking about in and outs. Okay, well, five guys, I fucking hate. It's what, too much. What don't you like? Get the junior. I don't even think still, it's even yeah. that. It's the burger itself. They just they make it one way. They don't alter the preparation of it, and it's burnt. They fucking burn it. I it's never like had char, a burnt one. Char grill. And I like that you could put jalapenos on your burger. That's okay. I mean, oh, like, maybe they're maybe they're different over there because when I when, whenever I go, the mine are like pink in the middle. They're like medium. Yeah. Medium done. It's the outside. They over they over sear it, and it just comes with little like black charcoal bits. Maybe we just have a shitty Five Guys over here. But I went yeah. to two of them. Same thing in both? Yeah, I went to the one here, and I went to the one in Caesars Bay, and they're both... Maybe just the Brooklyn ones, and it's fine. All right. Well... Uh, Have you guys ever eaten at Tommy's? We're getting asked from the chat from Cordy. Don't ever heard. Where's that? I don't know. If that's a chain, I don't think we have them here. Hugo, are you a uh, Linkin Park fan? Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Good. All right. Well, I'm neutral. Aaron, on this no comment. I'm neutral on this debate because I I don't really really hate Lincoln Park, but I don't like them either. Uh, let's just say I was a fan of what Sean was saying on on the podcast. Nice. Okay. I'm glad someone enjoyed what Sean. Sean, was Sean and Sean and Sid's point of view. Thank you. Listen, the music is very catchy, but Chester's vocals were horrendous. I can see how his vocals like are devices. Like Especially live. You know? I, also, Never I just want to say that I somehow got lumped into this Sid and Sean Yeah, I think box people got our voices mixed up, or yours and Sean's. Somebody commented on, on the podcast uh, blog posts that... Sid and Darren were being really fucking mean. Something about our shitty New York overpriced apartments. It was very confusing. Well, that person isn't listening anymore anyway, so you don't even have to... I bet he's listening. What did I say about uh, anything offensive? Yeah, there was no context given of any kind. I have no idea what... Yeah, It could have been anything, honestly. Right, and I don't doubt that I said something (laughs) offensive. I just want to know what it is. Be a little clearer. Maybe they joined in late and they thought you were Sean. That could they be. didn't know Sean was on the show. I had a frog in my throat. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> it's me, Sean. Yeah, and I'm uh, from Chicago. From Chicago. It's like old Beavis. They're like, why, why does Darren sound like a dick this week? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo! Dirty dick, Darren Delgado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that reminded me. The dirty oh, dick no. reminded me. Uh... One thing Dirty I keep, I wanted to mention is after we did our interview with Powerflow, yeah, I started thinking. You know, I was thinking about weed, shocker, and I thought like, what was my first experience with pot? And I'm so sad I didn't let him know that my first experience was with pot was actually at a Cypress Hill show. Oh, I didn't know oh. that because really? I went. Uh, Limp Biscuit had that tour that was sponsored by Napster that was free, mm-hmm. and I got tickets to that because it was free. Fucking Napster, taking money away from artists again. Uh, well, they paid those. They paid those artists. Uh, anyway, and Cypress Hill was opening, and of course, I, I went for Cypress Hill. It was the first time I ever saw them, and I was right up front. And immediately, both of them, I remember, lit up a blunt and just started puffing the smoke wow. into the crowd. And you loved it immediately. No, I was like, oh, my, I was such a like, I was so straight laced at the time, like, oh my god, no, oh no, I better, I better not get a contact eye or whatever. But I, I'm sure I did. From so oh. that was that was the first time. Mm. Hugo, what was your first time with pot? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, I was in freshman year of high school with a bunch of cholos. 
<laughs> so similar to Rob's experience. <laughs> and, and they smoked it out of a pen. Like a like a big pen? No, like a like a one. Yeah, basically, I guess like one of those cheap. Just like they just took both the sides off, and then they put tin foil on one end, and they put the weed on the tin foil. Wow! Like that. Wow! That's pretty ghetto, mm. and and pretty unsafe. I have to say that's a lot, that's a pretty harsh way to get high for well, the first time. Fresh when you it's like during PE, so we just had to like make do with what we had. A fair yes. enough. Education. Fair enough. They MacGyvered up. So this, uh, so you apparatus. you were high the rest of the day at school, or it only lasted like half an hour? How high were you? Uh, well, this was back before you know San Diego had good weed, so this was like like mech what they called mech back in the day mm. which is like just brown crappy weed so oh, it probably lasted like half an hour gotcha and now how long ago was this approximately well actually uh, like, i was wondering like 2003 four maybe oh, wow. oh okay um and like how many of those pens did you guys have to pass One. around how many of those what how many of those pens were you guys using? Three. Oh, just one. It was, it was just one. We just keep packing it with the fucking... I even revealed it by accident, yeah. and he's still... I feel like it's hard for him to hear, I think. Do you so. know why? Because Sorry, I said. No, I, d- I didn't know you were going for a joke. Uh, I thought you were really asking him. It was that natural. How, I was doing how that long natural. has it been since we've gotten, like, an... Ar- on sarcastic one like a week ago oh, i got somebody we? remember you were telling me how or something i believe i so don't know what yeah was it was it ugo again no Did it was we some... just get him every week what was i don't remember what the it's one like was though well we have another caller Uh-oh. 717 you just dialed 213 hey, why up, not who is this hey what's up guys it's tuck noodles who tuck noodles can, can you guys hear me yep sort of uh, okay. Hey, I, I was calling in today. I wanted to uh, ask Rob. Uh, I saw on your Instagram that you went to go see Lamb of God. How'd you like them? I'm a big fan of Lamb of God. I've been a supporter of them for quite a long time. Uh, and oh, yeah? they were great. They, it was the tightest I've seen their, their show. They have a really good show now. They have uh, like these video screens. And they basically have like a music video for each song that's like playing on the screens. Oh, really? So it's a very entertaining show. Uh, it was Behemoth, them, and Slayer. And honestly, if I'm b- being honest, Behemoth was the most awesome of them. Right, uh, right, of right. The I three. saw them. Um, sorry to interrupt. I saw them in Philadelphia, and that's the way I saw I was like, oh, my. I'd like, I've been a long-time Behemoth fan I'd, since uh, I saw them at Mayhem Fest in 2009. And mm-hmm. I, was in like, I was like 13 years old when I saw them at that point. But, Jesus Christ, they were awesome. Yeah. But, uh no, I gotta be. I gotta be honest. Lamb of God, I think, put on a better performance than Slayer. I would say it was kind of like one of those things where you're thinking, like, "Oh shit, I hope like they can follow up and half the crowd doesn't leave or anything like that." But <laughs> did half the crowd leave in Philadelphia? No, there were mostly. Oh, absolutely people. not. Yeah, people- it, uh, it was pouring down fucking rain the whole time, mm-hmm. which is crazy because not a single person left that show. It was just like a. The parking lot was just one big puddle, and everybody was, you know, it was like gross. Like everybody was all sweaty, and even though it was raining, you could just—it was like you just feel a transfer. Rob, would you have left? But uh, if it was pouring rain, yeah, raining blood. Mm. Rain, uh, rain, wait, was but, it yeah. open? Like, sadly, open? 
Was it yeah, an outdoor it was show? At the Electric Factory in Philadelphia outside. Oh and, wow! Uh, and yeah, sadly, it stopped raining right before Raining Blood. Before Slayer played that, so it was kind of like, you <laughs> know, know right. it's kind of like a cliche thing. Like, oh, how fucking cool would it be if they played Raining Blood while it was pouring down rain? Yeah, it didn't get to happen. Well, I remember that one time that that Rob and I went to see Slayer. Wasn't there like actual blood that they? Splattered, or like it was I hope oh, it wasn't actual blood. It no, was well, like no. Blood. I'm sorry, not actual blood. Yeah, but like it paint. was it was raining blood on stage, yeah. metaphorical blood. Uh, I don't know real blood. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's true. So they've done that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, I don't... Uh, mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails. I, I kind of want to go out to Denver to go see them. They're playing uh, Riot Fest. I saw that you uh, you like them very much. Yes, highly recommend it if you're a fan of. I mean, if you've listened to them, they put on an amazing show. It's it's really cool. And, you know, they brought the show that I saw was stripped down. So it was just a few lights. Do they play a lot of uh, material off the social network? Does he play any of the hits? That, is, the not, that is not score? a Nine Inch Nails canon. Anything Trent Reznor does technically counts. No. Wait, they use a canon on stage? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good show. On the <laughs> festival stage, yeah. So here for the festival, they have a crazy, uh, like, visual show as well that's worth checking out. So. Definitely go to that. Oh, okay. Mm, interesting. Right on. All right. Well. Good. Uh, how many yeah, times? Yeah, that's ha- all I got for you guys. I just want to call in. And how many times have you? Like you God, so. ha- have you ever seen Nine Inch Nails? How many times? What's that? Have you ever seen Nine Inch Nails? No, I have not. I mean, I've seen like videos on YouTube whenever, like, yeah. whenever they played Woodstock back in. And how many? Uh, whatever it was. That but, was so good. How many stops of that Slayer, Lamb of God, Behemoth tour did you go to? I just went to Philadelphia, actually. I took, um, it was kind of funny, I took my younger brother, and he's not he's not a metal guy at all. It's more like, oh. it was my birthday, and he was just like, oh, yeah, I'll go along with you. So what did he so think? I took him to go see it. Sorry, go ahead. What did he think of the show, your brother, since he's not a uh, Well... <laughs> He wasn't a fan of the, the, the whole tailgating thing, that's for sure. Because well, he was looking at me, because I was his ride, obviously. Yeah. He was looking at me like I had pulled out a syringe loaded with heroin or something <laughs> like that whenever I cracked the beer. So, so how, many he, times, uh, how many times has he CC and Lamb of God? Out. Go a different avenue here. What's that? How many times has CC and Lamb of God? Your brother. I've only seen him the one time. I've seen Behemoth twice, and I, this is... Uh, all right, third time's the time. Right, I feel yeah. like when they don't go for the how many times, we have to go for another avenue. Yeah. No, just gonna, gonna, I was going to go... Like how LeBron James' first NBA title must have felt. He was trying for so long, and then he finally got it, and just yep. the satisfaction. Excellent. The same way, and he got it. <laughs> we got to yeah. polish our one skills. Yeah. Rob, go to Miami so we can one the next person. <laughs> go to South Beach. Take your talents. They have shrimps there. Ooh, I'm there. <laughs> Send your shrimps, folks. <laughs> oh, uh, a few people told us about this Chris Christie thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen the video. The, the video, you can't really actually see. It's s- like the aftermath of yeah. whatever happened, pretty much. But the, first of all, like, what size pants does Chris Christie wear? He's got a, for, you know, tailor-made. and he, we discussed this before. He used to be an athlete, correct? In high school. So he looks to me like a guy that is not like fat all over he's fat in the middle like it's like a big he looks like a big like a, a balloon Bowling that you feel he looks like an egg with feet 
<laughs> yeah, legs. but like and all the legs. all the blubber is like concentrated on his middle section. I mean, yeah, he, I agree. That, he definitely has not seen his penis. It definitely looks worse than a guy who's fat. But here's everywhere. the thing: it's not even just that uh, he has a big stomach. Right. It's also that he has like fat, like his inner thighs Super. must be consistently yeah. chafed. Yeah, that whole middle uh. circle, that whole. And middle. also, just the way he wears his pants, it looks like he. It almost looks like he's wearing them over his gut. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. his gut is inside of it's his like pants. Like a fanny pack it's of like skin. A- oh, yeah, he probably <laughs> looks. It, it probably looks way worse. The, the other option would be to. Sort of buckle your pants under the gunt. Yeah, which, which is how I do it. And that's just look. That looks so disheveled. I, I guess like. once it's, your gunt gets to such a level, yeah, yeah I think it's the worst. No other the less bad of two options. Because then you have to like tuck your shirt in. Otherwise, right. it like hangs like a canopy. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> There's really no good <laughs> options for him. <laughs> well, the good option would be to maybe lose a little. Or, or do, like don't go in front of a camera. How about that? But so he was, uh, where was he? He was in the... Milwaukee? No, I think it was Wrigley Field because the guy was in a Cubs jersey. So he was walking down the... I think they were in Milwaukee playing the Cubs. Oh, okay. And it's close enough that Cubs fans will travel. And so he was walking down the stairs cradling what someone on Twitter would call a nacho sundae. (laughs) (laughs) It was just a stacked... Bowl of nachos. He's, he's Mayor Quimby. Does that, he not have a job? How is he just touring baseball stadiums? What the fuck is he's this? The, he's on a break from his WFN gig. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and then I guess uh, <laughs> the guy heckled him or something. And hey, fat bastard, what are you doing here? Go and, to work. And then he turns around and he like bends over in this weird you know how difficult that must have been L really shape to say and he goes like you must think you're a real tough guy don't you listen here mike from montclair yeah you liberal. we are all montclair you lib cunt <laughs> just like yeah. uh, elsa fornberg <laughs> what's her name again erna solberg <laughs> erna <I think>. solberg <laughs> Isn't Erna the lead last name of the guy from Godsmack? Salierna. Mm-hmm. Solberg. Uh, Salierna Solberg. Solberg. A Jew? A Jewish? Jewish blood there? Yeah, Solberg? I don't doubt it. Probably not. I know, there's a lot of Bergs in Scandinavia. Yeah. Iceberg, Solbergs, all kinds. What's all this powder on your laptop, Rob? Is that dandruff? Is that weed, weed. dust? Yeah. It's oh, THC. Yeah. Cheetos? Eating Cheetos? It's filthy. Dandruff? Jesus Christ, man. Weed charts. I have been nursing this bowl that I, I, I figure we should just wrap the show up before. So uh, you could get to the important work of smoking. Yeah, like why? Why I would get high? I could wait. Exactly. This he's, is he's this got is self control. This is more important than getting high. Oh, okay. That's the thank point. you. But you still want to end it? No. Oh, so we're no. Gonna... I want to go. I want to complete the show and then smoke. But you smoke during? Didn't yeah. You? Yeah. So. So, You've already, but I packed this other bowl. Broken, man. Don't tell me how to live my life, Sid. Don't tell me how to live my life. That is how you live your life, man. <laughs> I'm just what? letting you be you. Don't get it. What is going on? <laughs> um, I'm actually going to be going to L.A. for Memorial Bola? Day. For Wait, Bola. Memorial for Day? Memor- Labor Day. Yeah. Memorial Day. Is <laughs> for, I'm going to a retroactive <laughs> vacation. You're going More, to L.A. for Labor Day. Labor Day weekend. I'm going to go for to watch some pro wrestling. To go to the Maryland Death Fest of pro wrestling. PWG Battle of Los Angeles. 
going you're pro really going gorilla. just for pwg well i'm not just gonna go like i'm gonna go you visit friends things. too like make you timed it that for that i waited until i could get tickets for the show until i hmm. so, like if i wouldn't get tickets for the show i wouldn't have gone it's the main reason i want it's the centerpiece I, yeah because i've always wanted to see a pwg show live this is their biggest show of the year and it's my birthday weekend so i got myself a little gift reasonable which is a i wasn't gonna get it for you yeah tickets were kind of expensive but what was the service charge <laughs> complained about west coast <laughs> the service oh. charge was like three by it was a paypal oh. service charge it was nothing oh. I have a, a little birdie told me Chris Christie will be there. So oh, no. <laughs> With his like, Nacho fight. Sunday. Yeah. He's not doing anything else. Uh, yeah, I, to a right. I'm really I got front row, too. Which Damn. Uh, well, so, you know, it's a bingo hall. You know, it's a tiny room. It's 400 people. And these tickets go super fast because it's a very hyped up promotion. So the show went on sale the night of the Slayer concert, actually. And I got home and I'm sitting at my, I got to make sure you're logged into PayPal they're like, you got to be quick because it's going to sell out right away. And I was quick. I got it. What number? They did, that, that I don't know. They, mm. that, it was, you know. Number one. It wasn't a sequential oh. number. But uh, <laughs> but I got the <laughs> front row, which I'm very, very pumped for. Front so. row number one, 15th row half two. <laughs> I feel so bad for everyone that has to sit behind you. I'm not going to see shit. You're going to be standing the whole time. You're going to bring a no no jeans Dean sign? <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense. Can I borrow the one yeah, that you sure. have? Yeah, sure. have it. Heel? Heel <laughs> sign? Yeah, the heel sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll sit on the camera, hard camera side and like block everyone behind me's view. Just keep it up the whole time. Just bring, bring the sign that has live cast misspelled. <laughs> Just bring that one. How was the spelling? Uh, Lie cast? Lie cast. Did you put a little V and like squeeze it in on top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> People Googling the lie cast. I, I, I was riddled with excitement. Well, all right. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to wait for a follow-up to your excitement. Oh, I thought you were leaning over to fart. No, that was before the show. Sid, by the way, peeled one off in my direction. I don't know why. Uh, sort of just, it would not exactly in your direction. I guess more yours than any other. You got but. two cheeks to lift, and you lifted the one towards me and not the other one where there's nobody over there. Well, there's Noah. No, she's not over there. She's I'm not used to dog farts, so. I was directly in line. Did you smell it? Was it stinky? I did not, luckily, no, but you didn't know that. My farts aren't that stinky. Uh, speak for yourself. You. I am literally You're speaking immune. for myself. You're immune. <laughs> I suppose. But you just backed me up, at least in this one isolated incident. I've smelled your shit before. <laughs> oh, Whoa. You think your shit don't stink, Sid? No, my shit stinks. My farts, not so bad. I mean, there's nothing wrong with your fart stinking. They're supposed to stink. I'm just saying, don't tell me they don't. Well, they're not supposed to if you <laughs> your diet was That's a little better. That's fucking bullshit. Get the fuck out. <laughs> if your farts don't smell bad, something's wrong with you. You should get checked out. I'll Who told you that, that your farts no, aren't just, supposed to stink? I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay, I thought you were being serious. You fucking vegan blogs or something over there. <laughs> yeah, you vegan you, piece you of know shit. Me, me and the my fuck ve- off my show, you vegan fuck. <laughs> me and my vegan tendencies. Uh, opening up for suicidal tendencies this summer, but anyway, <laughs> I like their metal album the best. <laughs> <laughs> Please make sure to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com/slash Metal Injection Livecast. We're also on Twitter, twitter.com/slash Mi Livecast. We're going to be back next week with another show, and uh, hopefully we'll have Rex Brown on, and uh, 
It'll work out this time. I think it will. I have a good feeling about it. I'm trying to stay positive. Thanks for jinxing it. <laughs> I and guess only time will tell. That's right. And uh, we're getting out of here. We'll see you next week. Ninety seconds. Sucks cock. Rob has huge pot tits.